When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We are live on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks in the middle. No Shander today. We have no idea where he is. He is considered at this moment, Barrett, absent without leave. In other words, AWOL on the show. (laughs) He's AWOL. He's AWOL. That's exactly what this is. We got no email. We got no uh, text. We got nothing. Uh, So I'm a little concerned about him because normally, you know, when he – has to take off the show. He he informs us at least about an hour, at least an hour to, to a day ahead of time. So I yeah. don't know what's going on here. But we yeah, got a lot man. of football to talk about. We got uh, a bunch of it. Yeah, the Eagles back to practice today, and all of a sudden you know, everybody's up in arms because apparently uh, Mr. Brooks, Brandon Brooks, not Barrett Brooks, <laughs> uh, got hurt again and went into the tent and then disappeared into the Novacare complex and all the reporters are scurrying around trying to find out how severe this is. Yeah, this is huge, man. This is big. Yeah. You know, it's coming not good. back from an injury. You know, I mean, I I I've been making it a point to not say if healthy for the past like a month now. Right. But if we're gonna go through this, man, oh my goodness. We have to qualify everything with that. You know, I with see, certain man. guys on this team. You know, I mean that that's that was the biggest thing coming into this year. I mean, we talked about it over Are the we last cursed? couple of weeks. You know, yeah. the, the the offensive line, you know, has got to be secure. They've got to be intact. They've got to be upright and healthy to whatever degree. And now, you know, all of a sudden here we are in day two. And this this guy, I mean, he's had some big injuries. He's had a bug of several Achilles injuries, right? Right. Twice. And those are not easy. Those yep. are tough injuries. So uh you know, I'm wishing him the best. Oh, uh oh, uh oh. I see Shander's window popping up here in the upper left hand corner. Uh, you know, that, that might be Teddy. That could be. Yeah, maybe Teddy's on the show today. No idea what's going on. Uh-huh. <laughs> there he is. There he is. There he is. We're already discussing an injury. Of day or night or anything anymore. What do you mean? Let's come with kids. That's what happens. It's. He doesn't know what day and night is. <laughs> so why should you? It's thir- it's Thursday, 11.02. <laughs> That's what it is. But I was confused yesterday. I thought yesterday was Thursday in the morning. Well, because- the only reason I didn't know was because I take the trash out on Wednesday nights. Is that right? And, you know, so it could be taken out. They, they come at like 6 o'clock in the morning on um on Thursday. Okay. So I had to take the trash out last yeah, night. Yeah, you got to take it out the previous night when they come that early. Yeah. Yeah. My guys, my guys could come at six a.m. and then it could come at one in the afternoon. There's no rhyme or reason for any of it. <laughs> Honestly, 
Wow. Yeah, seriously. Sometimes some days you'll see me running out, out the driveway, you know, pushing the recycling bin in my underwear at like 605 <laughs> because I can hear them coming up the street. And then other days you'll set it out there the night before and it sits there till one, two in the afternoon. Oh. Yeah. That's that's the worst. I hate to do it to you. That's the yeah, worst. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know what's going on here. Do are we connected and yeah. Oh, we are? Okay. Well, we're not we're not connected in into the to the show yet as far as uh sports map that's that's at six after oh okay yeah 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 well what was your overall impression oh, you yesterday man i was impressed man i was actually yeah? impressed yeah um he runs a tight ship and and you know you could tell that he's well he's 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 respected you know they they they, they have bought into what he's what he's selling so you know, I was I was I was anxious to see the whole dynamic of um you know how, who he is as a coach, and he's a lot different than what I've seen in a while. Um, he's he's definitely hands on, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, he's not one of those coaches that stands off, you know, fifty yards away and monitors both sides of the field. You know, he's he's when he's over in the defensive side of the ball, he's right there, hands on. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. You you think that's going to play long term? Because typically at this level. It's more of a CEO approach, you know. So you're not not really up in there like a position coach. You're you're more of a, you know, working with coordinators, right? And you and know? I don't know. I haven't seen this dynamic before. I haven't been around a coach <clears throat> that does that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, you you could you know like he's a wide receiver. He's a wide receiver coach by trade. You know, right. that's what he cut his teeth in. Right. But he's um he's one of those guys that he's still over there with the quarterbacks, the tight ends. Um, I saw him spend a lot of time over by the DBs, you know, so he's around the field, man, you know, taking a very active and hands-on approach. Well, he doesn't have a choice, right? I mean, like, not to say that guys don't do this at the start of the season. Head coaches don't walk around and monitor a, a position on the side of a ball that they don't coach. It's just I feel like in this particular case, he's brand new and so many other people are brand new. He kind of has no choice, right? But to be going around and, and making sure that everybody sees him getting face time, as they say. Well, you're right about that. You know, he has at least show his face, uh, show that he's he's deeply in, in, entrenched in the entire team and not just one side of the ball. That's usually what you see from a head coach. Offensive minded coaches usually hang around the offensive side and let the defensive coordinators, if you have right. a, an older defensive coordinator, let them right. run things. Oh, really? like, oh. like a guy who has been around, who's seasoned as a coordinator for 10 right. years and then gets right. a job as a head coach. He's, he doesn't have to go show his face to the other side of it, right? Right, 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 right. right. Oh, jeez. I tell you. Uh-oh. Some writers say the office doesn't Oh, yeah, I know who that is. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Kane. All right, welcome in a Thursday, better late than never here, as we jump off. Let me get the lavalier out of here. And now we had a gigantic trade ahead of the NBA draft tonight. That has heavy implications, I think, at least. Now, you may not think this at all, but I think so. You may scoff at the notion of me even bringing up a second-round pick mm-hmm. that the Philadelphia 76ers have bought, which is a change of pace. We're used to guys coming up selling off picks. but we've From got the Pelicans, that, right? Exactly. We've yeah. got Aaron Rodgers. We're going to play that Aaron Rodgers audio. We still have that Bruce Arian stuff we should play in the break. 
at some point here. Barrett is back from camp, so we have a lot. We're going to dive into camp right away. And then the only other thing outside of all of that was – no, actually, I think that's it, right? There wasn't anything non-football camp related outside of the Ben Simmons, Aaron Rodgers stuff, right? Well, the the, the – uh, see, I couldn't even say it with a straight face. Something Go else. Go ahead. I was going to say, well, the Phillies didn't play yesterday because of COVID issues. I knew that's where you were going. I knew exactly where Barrett was going. And that was tough. I I had to make up. Wow. I I lost a lot with the Braves. I I lost a lot of sleep last night as a result of no Phillies game. Did you lose more sleep than I lost money on the Braves losing to the Mets that I had to make up with a heavy sweat but hit of Slovenia? Laying the five and a half first quarter against Japan. Oh, man, I thought you had Sepp Straka in the first round lead. Yes, wait a second. I I brought him up to you. And I told you I was good with it. You said, oh, Uh, you're you're just placating me. Yeah, I I said, no, I like that play. Uh, Sepp Straka (laughs) is definitely in here. Absolutely. No, that's the other thing. That was the other thing is Olympic golf. Right, right. That that, That was the first thing Olympics I've watched since the Olympics began was Olympic golf. And I, I tell you what. I'm in. Yeah. (laughs) You're in. Here's why. Now, I'll give you a reason why coming up in a sec. Look, we'll open up the heavy segment, the big segment coming up with what Barrett saw and and really what we can gleam, not gleaming the cube, but we can take away here from practice day one, all here on the middle. Keep following along. Jacob Media YouTube page live back in three on SportsMap Radio. So here's my theory on Olympic golf, right? is that the Olympics are pretty much split down the middle with sports that you have we have no idea about. Like, we need to learn the ins and outs of the pummel horse, of the discus throw, of stuff. It's not just as simple as watching it, right? Because we don't have any idea. We don't pay attention to all of that. Or it's sports like basketball, for example, right? Or even to a lesser extent, soccer, but more so basketball, that are pl- – and there are others. I'm just using this as the example – that are played differently from what we're used to. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a different sport internationally, clearly, than it is in the NBA. The purest sport from what we see and the people who play it on the week-to-week, day-to-day basis versus the Olympics, I think, is, the, is golf as, as what we saw and what we see because you're still a victim of circumstance. The course, you still have all these great players play. The game hasn't changed. No. It's not like the scoring has changed. It's not like, you know... You have a three-second rule. It's not like, you know, you're not going to get fouls called like you are in the NBA. That's all I'm saying is it felt like the Olympic golf was the most seamless transition of all the sports that we could watch in the Olympics. Yeah, and I see on the stream here, Joey B's asking questions as to what they need to do to make it more interesting. I don't think they need to do anything. I mean, it's golf. You know, if you don't like it, no. you know, don't watch it. I don't no. need them to to change up the rules or the or the structure of it to make it more interesting. It's not the Ryder Cup. So don't no. try to make it the Ryder Cup. <laughs> Four days of you know stroke play, sixty players, whatever. I'm fine. Let's let's go. The only thing I thought last night was boring to an extent because there's no fans. I got used to having fans back okay. at the events over these last couple of months, and it makes it more exciting. I was okay with it when when golf came back in last July or whatever it was when they were the first sport to come back with no fans because at least it was something. Like now, but now that fans are back, this sucks because it's, <laughs> right. I, I was almost falling asleep with my buddy Rich Lerner, who's really not a good play-by-play guy of golf. He's great doing the studio stuff 
and the live from and all that stuff. He's fantastic. But I thought it, I thought it was missing something last night, you know, and I thought that was the fans. It was, it was a little, it was a little slow and guys are draining putts from 30 feet. Every, get it all these guys. It was unbelievable. Yeah, Those greens right. are impeccable. You want um, Get it all. Get yeah, it all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I need a little bit of that. That's exactly you know? what we missed. Oh, yeah. Uh, look, that, that's all, man. I'm just saying it was it wasn't terrible for me. Now, I, no, I, it wasn't I, terrible. I'm not going to sit there and watch France and Iran play basketball. By any, we've the draft. Look, we got a lot of things. The other thing I was going to mention real quick was this ridiculous story. And Michael Calabrese, our buddy from the Action Network Saturday Down South, is going to join us this first hour. But my God, this story about a cease and desist to ESPN. Yeah. How about that? Trying to steal teams from the Big 12 to the American. I love it. Oh, oh I love it. Oh, this is the middle. That'd be a hell of a conference. You combine the American and the Big 12. What's left of the Big 12? Yeah. Me and Barrett be going hand, head to head. All right. Our buddy Michael Calabrese, as mentioned on the stream, is going to join us at 1140 a.m. here and give us a little more in depth about what the hell happened with this cease and desist with ESPN and the Big 12 American Conference. One thing controlling the narrative. Isn't that insane, though? Right. You try to control um, the best way to 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 help your company, you know, broadcast football games. I mean, that's pure genius to me. Yeah, isn't, I mean, ain't cheating, like, ain't trying. isn't this an equivalent of like ratings gerrymandering or something? Or <laughs> yes. like, isn't yes. this like redistricting? It, it really is. Right. We would but, kill a politician for this. And here's ESPN thinking, you know what? This could work to our favor. Well, yeah, but because what what are these remaining schools in the Big 12? I mean, Barrett's a K-State guy. What's K-State gonna do? Because you know somebody's gonna come in there and try to pill for Kansas for their basketball program, right? No question. They'll they'll try to, to maybe take Baylor for basketball too, you know. So what what becomes of the league if they don't like take all the schools that are left over, combine them with the American and make another supersized conference? Well, then it'll 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 give you a new mix up in the Power Five ranking, you know. Maybe, yeah, it'll still be a Power Five ranking. Sure. It just you just have another. Um, you have other teams that you know might get involved. I, I just think that I don't understand it because at this point, you got a team like Texas. Now, I was surprised even Texas even went into the Big Twelve mm-hmm. uh, when they did because they have their own network. Yeah, you know, yeah. so they could do they could pay their own bills. But the difference is when the SEC is just such a powerhouse, man, that you know you 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 can't you can't look past them as far as making decisions, you know. And yeah. that's that's ESPN's baby is the SEC, you know what I mean? So they're gonna make sure that they you know put as much of the glamour of of, of a Texas team and Oklahoma team since they've been very competitive the past couple of years um, in that conference. Well, real quick, we'll get into this a little deeper. But speaking of Oklahoma or former members of such. We just got the news that Jalen Hurts connected with Devontae Smith for a 40-yard bomb in practice. And there oh, you have it. There it is. There <laughs> my two guys right you there. You just needed one. Yep. Forget I'm about the Sean Watson. Don't you know, let's just give this kid a chance. Right, right. His first pass, <laughs> his first pass today was a oh, touchdown to, to Miles Sanders. So oh. what did you see? Like, give us something and you know, give us the unfiltered, right? Well, not not the 30-second soundbite that you're going to give on TV later today. Give us what you really got, good, bad, 
everything, all encompassing. And there doesn't well, have to be good well, or bad. I'm just saying with Hurts. I'm, I'm telling you, Hurts, he didn't impress me. I thought he'd have a little more command of the field um, when he was out there as far as, you know, where the ball was supposed to go. He really needs to work on his pre-snap reads. He's got to get to the line, evaluate what's going on, and process a little faster because he was holding the ball a little too long. And as an offensive lineman, you hate that. Yeah. You know, so I noticed that, you know, you know, out the gate, I noticed that. Um, I noticed the Flacco, that's what he did. He he went to his pre-snap, got the ball out fast. Hmm. I also saw him moving around a lot in the in, um as far as play selection. They're gonna move around a little more than they did um than they did um Carson. So, you know, this is this to me is a plus, it's gonna be his strength. You know, his strength is not necessarily sitting in the pocket. And that's something we wanted them to do with Carson last year. The, the other exactly. coaching staff. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I saw that. I was good. Um, but I did see the team gravitated towards him. Uh, they were around him a lot. Um, they made sure that they um, they they were in the process of, of making sure he was solidified as a number one quarterback on the team. You know, you could kind of tell, you know, you could kind of tell how he, mm -hmm. he, you know, how things were gravitating around him, the coaching staff and everything else. And plus, you know, this whole coaching staff is an energetic um, coaching staff. These guys are, are fully vested into making these guys better. It was a lot of coaching going on. Yeah. More coaching I've seen in a long time. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a brand new offense. So, of course, they're going to learn a brand new defense, brand new right. special team. But it was a lot of coaching going on, even to the older players. The older players were getting drawn to it. They were sucking up as much as they can. You got old vets like Big Play Slay that was going over and, and, and with the position coaches, going over little things after practice, Um, you know, doing a little extra. Those were all things that you wanted. I wanted to see what was going to happen, and it did happen. The older players took more of an active role in preparing themselves for the season than the younger players. Hmm. You saw guys like Wright McLeod and, you know, and the rest of the you know, veteran DBs running sprints out to practice, trying to get their bodies into shape, understanding, you know, this is where, you know, you're not going to – you get tired now so you don't get tired later on because, you know, right. being being out there and not being in shape, it, it'll definitely hamper you. So you saw a lot of the older guys as far as, as, far as the specialists doing a lot more running. So, I mean, it, they're just going about it the right way. I was impressed with what I saw. Did you have to wear sunglasses anytime you looked Zach Ertz's way? Okay, because you, of the gleam coming off of the air. That was yeah. crazy, man. Do you have um, any answers as to what's going on here? Yeah. Bro, he's got a superstar wife. Um, he's a superstar. You know, he's just letting you know I'm that guy. You no, know what I mean? He was, he, yeah. I think it was I think it was more so he was trying to divert attention away from all the whole process of why he's on this team and not. It you definitely know, worked. Like then he yeah. should have gone full Mohawk. Right. I mean, he should have gone full like John Riggins with the Jets back in the day. Was, was you know, he, he, show up to camp with the whole, you know, dye the hair blonde and then shave it into a Mohawk. But I mean, like. If he looked you, like the heat miser, didn't he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> if you look at how it is, though, it's like, I don't know. It's like he's on the run, right? And he's in the process. <laughs> it's a part of the movie where he's in the hotel room. And he's fully dyed his hair, but he hasn't finished anything else yet. And right. they kick the door in, right? right? Like he's he's almost done hiding his identity. He's like seventy percent there, and the feds kick the door in, and this is what you get. Like it's still him, but it's yeah. just like it just I don't know. I didn't know if he said, "Well, I need a fresh start," and this is a way of symbol, you know, some sort of symbolic yeah. fresh start, something like that. Right? Yeah, it didn't look finished. You're right. I mean that that's the perfect way to. To put a you know put a label on it, an unfinished work, right? You know, I guess the whole situation him unfinished, 
Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I will give look, I will give a nod here to Jalen Hurts because you've got media members, the typical Negadelphians like Harry Mays, pushing a narrative of a guy who's not even here in Deshaun Watson right. over Jalen Hurts. So Hurts responded to the individual. Now, notice I didn't say haters or any buzz phrase that's being thrown out here. I just said to all the people out there, the Harrys and beyond, who want Deshaun Watson, this is what Jalen Hurts had to say. How much do you think about Uh-oh. all the chatter that goes on dump it. a possible <laughs> yes. trade, not mentioning any names? What chat are you talking about? Well, the, a quarterback from it's another team. A lot of team. chatter that goes yeah. on. You know. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm above it all. Team, I'm above know. it all. I'm above it all. Control what I can. I'm here. No, that's that's what I'm doing. Go out there and be the quarterback for this team. What do you say? What do you say, Hurts? Well, I mean, that's a good answer. I mean, you know, that's that's what he has to. He can't be bothered with that stuff. He's he's there to learn. He's there to lead. You know, he's the quarterback right now. So that no, that was a good answer. Fair Control question, but a good answer. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, you take care of the intangibles. You can't worry about everything else because regardless of that, you can't mm-hmm. you can't you can't go out and and and, and make him play you. You know, saying a coach ultimately is going to be the destiny, uh, the the captain of your faith. You know, he's he's going to he's going to he's going to push your destiny to what he wants to do. If he wants to play, he's going to play. If he doesn't, he's not. Yeah. So you can't control it, but you can't control the intangibles. You making sure you're ready as ready as you can be when you go out there. You're prepared. Um, you're in shape. Um, you know your playbook. You know your effort when you're out there. Those are all things you can control. You can't control playing time or anything like that, but you can control you know, your product that you're out there giving when you're called upon. Yeah. That kind of stuff's for us to talk about. Right. Right. That's you know? our job. That's our job. You know, <laughs> you know they're not talking about it. Right. No. They, no. they can give a damn about all that. You know what I mean? Right. Now, what not about- how he might be talking about it. Correct. You know, but- I think he definitely is. Yeah, you're <laughs> well, you know, I saw right. them talking. How about that? I saw oh. them talking uh, for, you know, a little period of time, you know, out on the field. What he, he and, and Zach he hurts. hurts. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There's a theory going all around here. I'm not going to credit the individual until you think that there's some merit to it. But there's a theory going around here that there was a bet this offseason that if Zach Ertz reports to camp or if Zach Ertz does not report to camp, whatever the circumstance is, either Ertz or Roseman would show up with blonde hair. So <laughs> the police now... Right? Well, I mean, who like, would you rather see with blonde hair? I'm saying six yeah. one zero. Like yeah. that's that's what I mean. It's more viable, I think, to believe that. Yeah. Than, than just like this guy's showing up. Like, what's yeah. going on? Oh we man, break the chains out for Ertz one more time here. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> what is that? If, if Howie showed up with blonde hair, a rosary. Yes. Oh. Now, what would that be? Oh my right? God. You, you couldn't. You couldn't be taken. Well, he was. He no. was. He was around too. You know, he was interacting with the players. You know, even the players that he threatened to trade or put trade rumors out on. He was he was interacting with a lot of people, man. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised, kind of shocked that they uh you know how um how he was you know very visual out there. You know, you think Daryl Morey is interacting with Ben uh, Simmons today. <laughs> right. <laughs> a lot of interaction like are your bags packed? Yes sir. <laughs> Did you sign over that vehicle? Right. I know, I know, a, good I know a good realtor. Yep. Right. <laughs> Now, what about the opposite? I'm just I wanted to hear this really quick. The last time we heard from David Culley was when he insisted 
that he always starts with the nachos when he hits up Tex-Mex in Texas. And do, it, man. Do, it. do it, Aton. You do a really good one. I, I need to hear it again because oh, I, I feel like it's out of my head, right? Like, I always start with the nachos. <laughs> I got I to gotta hear it again, man. But this is, this is the question. Now, look. I understand that you have to say stuff to an extent, but he was asked about the distraction level with Watson reporting. And I mean, come on. Yeah. Sean is a, is a Texan and, and, and basically he's here. Everybody's here and quiet. Everybody's required to be here. Everybody that's under contract is here and they're all here. And, and basically what training camp is for right now is for us to find out. I got 50 different guys on this football team that wasn't here last year. And when we come in here and to focus on what we need to do during training camp, and that's what we're doing. And everybody's here. And that's how we're approaching it. I always start with the nachos. There it is. There it is. Very good. <laughs> yeah, as long as he doesn't get hurt. Same thing with Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz gets some sort of injury. They're on the hook. No question. I mean, no he's, question. you know, they start Watson this year if you're Houston just, as, just to hold him out. I mean, what Man. the hell else are you going to do? Your team is garbage. Now, I yeah. know like it's going to be a, a major hurt when it comes to selling tickets and just getting people in there but come on yeah i mean you tyrod taylor or deshaun watson <laughs> well <laughs> have have some sort of like here's the thing preempt it right like have right. some sort of like nagging thing that keeps him out of play but he still passes the physical a soft tissue injury yeah. or you know a good what? soft tissue injury maybe you like that yeah maybe he could work on his mental health Right, you know, right, a mental right. health, soft tissue injury, or a back injury, something like that. None of those three can be questioned, honestly. No, you know, can. yeah, like if you, you have say, maybe has migraines, right? Headaches, you know, you can't you can't really tell uh, they're faking or not. You know what I mean? Right. So head injuries are like that, right? See, that's why that's why hockey has it right. But you know, I, you know, I get you know, I don't give hockey much credit, okay, because they don't deserve a lot of credit. But this upper body and lower body injury that they, you know, been doing for eons, that's the way to go. Because then it's right. just like, hey, you know, somewhere in the upper body. I don't know. I'm surprised. That's, yeah. Go ahead. That's funny how you said that, man. I mean, it, it, you meant every word of that, didn't you? Exactly. They don't deserve any <laughs> When they do, I give them credit. Oh, my goodness. You're right, man. You know, because you don't have to analyze anything. You know, right. it's lower, lower body injury. You don't know if it's his big toe or his quad muscle or, right. you know, say his groin. I mean, right. it's just his lower body, you know. A groin's a good one, though, man. You know, right. like, who's gonna, yeah. Hey, man, I got a sore groin. That's like, oh, <laughs> I feel so bad for you. I'm surprised the Patriots haven't embraced that. Yeah. I've seen Belichick just hit people up with, like, upper body. Right. Right. Upper right. Body. Yeah. Upper body. Right. All right. Let's take a quick one here uh, across. Uh, and also, as mentioned, the story here with the Big 12 and more with camp camp tales with Barrett and the Ben Simmons saga. I think, look, they they want to trade him. We know that that's not new. They are going to trade him. We know that that's not new tonight. That trade that they made earlier could be a small little precursor to that as well. All right. So we're back in three across the board live and local from the Fritz and being Cooley law studios. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury contact Brian Fritz directly, a tough lawyer for a tough town, the middle sponsored by pure bull beef jerky, get yours. Now go to sneer stacks, steer snacks.com. We're back in three across the board. What? I get scared sometimes. 
of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. All right, so Michael's going to join us coming up in 10 minutes. Sixers have been asking a lot for Ben Simmons across the board. Woj had this tweet about a day ago. And, I mean, thinking about where we are right now, Clutch CEO Rich Paul and Simmons are in step with a move elsewhere. Hmm. That's about as definitive as you can get yeah. From a player saying, I'm good. Now, we'll hear from Aaron Rodgers. We'll do this whole Aaron Rodgers stuff and give it some time coming up after Michael. But 
I mean, my goodness, that's as that, especially for a guy in Simmons who doesn't say squat right. when it comes to this stuff. That's pretty clear right there that Simmons is not only good with, but probably a catalyst in wanting to get out of here. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. I mean, I think this is going to get done. And, you know, when you start seeing, you know, guys who cover uh, the NBA for the athletics saying it's down to three teams, you know, this is it's starting to sort of, you know, it was like a scatter shot. You know, when you first got that Brogdon in a first round pick, it was like, boom, now it's starting to really narrow in. So I think it's going to get done and it's going to get done today. It's definitely going to get done, man. You're talking about a guy that, uh, you know, he still has a lot of value. A lot of value. And, and even though, you know, we we think highly of them, I think the rest of the NBA is starting to think highly of them also. So, you know, I, I, I believe the deal gets done sooner rather than later. Yeah, and I, and I agree with you, too. When I saw that 53rd pick or whatever it was that they got from the Pelicans, I'm like, that's, that's a curious little move. That's going to be right. thrown into a package with Simmons or, you know, pick swaps and all this kind of stuff that they do. Like, because I'm like, what's the value there aside from just to have it as added, added stuff to throw in a package? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, think about this. The value for, and this is where I, I think you can start to connect stuff. As you mentioned, Harry, the value for these picks back end first, early second round, the value where they really come out is for a team that's cash strapped for Mm. a good team that has no money to spend at all that can now add guys from college or from wherever you pick Europe, wherever it may be that can add guys. Ideally that can step in. Now, not everybody's Draymond green, clay Thompson, et cetera, but you have no flexibility in free agency. Now you have some flexibility in the draft. So three or four late first or early second round picks for a team that has no maneuverability with the cap now becomes three or four dart throws to land somebody who can help you. Point being is that Golden State, for example, like you start to see teams now there that are in the picture of if it's a one or two team deal where Simmons can be worked because you now have at least something that a team that's cash grabbed wants in return, knowing that they don't probably have much room to work in free agency. Right. Yeah, right. But I think this was a pick in the fifties. So that's kind of near the, the lower half of the second, second round. round, which a lot of, you know, a lot of guys stash guys with those picks, well, you that's know, from go. Europe and stuff or other countries. Yeah. The second round itself. But, but look at it this way. If you look at the three picks that the Sixers have, that's my point mm. is that you have a late first rounder and now you have two second rounders at least right in that, where you can put those together, and that's now an appealing package for right. a team that has zero wiggle room in the cap because what the hell else are they going to do? Right. Yeah, I don't think the Sixers select a player that ends up on their roster tonight. Okay, <laughs> I don't think they select a player at all. Well, I'm just saying, like, if they do, it's part of a guy that's going to get moved, you know, 10 minutes later kind of thing. Right, right, you know? right, right, right. I mean, it, it, it's, it is what it is. You know, I, I can't see us going out and, and I mean, the what – the point guard from Baylor is a guy that you know could probably come in and, and you know give us some some good minutes as far as yeah, he's defensively. A late, he's a late first round pick. Yeah, probably. you know we're, yeah. we're we're picking right around the middle. What, what pick do we have? No, we're in the late twenties. They, yeah. they won the East. Yeah, right. So they you know that's the they. I mean that, that's probably the only value they can get. They're so far down. You know it, it really doesn't make sense for them to, to even pick. I mean it's it's closer to the second round pick than it is anything. So yeah. Um, well, they shouldn't move away. Like if they've, 
here's the thing, though. If they normally, if they didn't have to move Ben Simmons, there are a couple of guys that that I think could immediately step in. You could get in. a shooter there. That kid yeah. from VCU, Bones, you know yeah. him, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that he's like, he's Tyrese Maxey with a better jump shot, right? Like, he's got no fear. He could put the ball on the floor. Now, mm-hmm. he's not a defender like Maxey, so you give a lot right. up there. But hey, he can knock down the shot. He can create his own shot. He's really good from three. The, the kid you mentioned as well, like, I, I don't want to discount that pick, but it feels like with Ben Simmons, they may have to stock up. And then to your point, Barrett, why take anybody? Like, why sacrifice your ability to trade Simmons by taking some kid out of AM or VCU or whoever it may be at 28th overall? Yeah, you're talking about Bones Highland. Bones Highland. Yeah, right? yep, yep, yep. VCU, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, man, I miss college basketball. I know, me too. I miss college football. I miss football. <laughs> I'm not winning any money in this MLB DFS stuff, all right? And I got to wait four days for any DFS col- or golf tickets to cash. So, yep. God. You know? Bro, I, tr- I, tried to get, I tried to get Peter Burns on the show to talk about this college football stuff, and he's ghosting me. Peter Burns from ESPN? From the SEC Network, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Here we go yeah. back. He's great. He won't come. Did you tell him it was me? That no, I didn't mention Barrett. anything. No, 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 no. no, no. Barrett mentioned Bar- Barrett's a legend in both games. Like, he was <laughs> Right? Legend in Should I put games. in there from now on, hey, that Aton guy's no longer on the show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's not, should I say? And then when they come on there and there you are, it's like, hello. <laughs> uh, you know, we did that with somebody. On uh, NBC from NBC Sports because we fooled the program director and not telling him that I was still on the show. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. You don't remember? I gave you clips. You don't remember that? Calories, man. <laughs> right? I don't remember that. You don't rem- what does he say? Uh, Jules is flirting. Damn, if I'm hurting. Legend in two games, like I'm Pee Wee Kirkland. That's <laughs> Barrett Brooks. Barrett Bro, Brooks. I don't know. I don't know about that, man. I, I mean, I know the not, football. Not those two games. Got. Not those two games that Kirkland was in, but you, yes. Or uh, was that Malice? Man, that was such an underrated group, man. And then your boy just quit because he wanted to, you know, follow his faith, which is great. He went the mace route, except he didn't even rap anymore. It was it. It was uh, it was Malice, right? Because the other yep. cat went on and was crushing it. But that was that was a great group, man. That was my favorite thing Pharrell ever did, and I'm just biased, but that was uh, for me amazing. I think Pharrell went into that 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 ice cream lollipop, yeah, um, beat making pop man. stuff. Yep, yeah, heavy pop, right? Yeah. Well, that's that's where the money was. I mean, some of those beats that he put together, the production on on clips was just no question. This no guy, question. I don't know who Capaldi is. That's trending, but every time I refresh to see if anything's going on with Simmons, it looks like it's Cataldi. Peter Capaldi? Never heard of him. No. Hmm. Not Pee Wee Kirkland. <laughs> is that, I mean, come on, is, give me your top five Pee Wees of all time. You've got Kirkland, right? Number Pee-wee one. Pee Wee Reese. Pee Wee Reese over Pee Wee Herman, correct? Uh, yes. Well, Pee Wee Herman's more known to our generation and young. Pee Wee Reese is an is an old guy. That's a, that's from the old days. 
let's see here. Michael Calabri is now joining us on the stream. We'll be back in a couple on the network and actually introduce him to the radio audience. Give us your top five peewees of all time. Can you come up with five peewees? So maybe we maybe we loosen it and give us a Mount Rushmore, which is four. Now there are peewee football. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just right? Category. There are there are a couple of different ways that you could go about this lazy question. You can minimize it to a top three. You can get a Mount Rushmore, which is four, or you can give us a top five. Now, if we really wanted to kill like an hour, we'd ask Michael for his top ten. But I don't think you can get five teams, <laughs> let alone ten. Right? What's up, man? Maybe maybe I'm late to the party. Are we talking uh, fruit? Are we are we talking nationality? Like help help a brother out here. Oh, we about uh, we just talking about Pee Wee's, man. Pee Wee Kirkland, Pee Wee Herman. There was a reference uh, to Pee Wee Kirkland from the uh, famous clip song. From the clips, and, yeah. And then it just got us into this rabbit hole of Pee Wee's. And Harry mentioned Pee Wee Reese. We have Pee Wee Herman, Pee Wee Football. I think you have to put on the list. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that I know that we're not talking about Kiwis. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already no, no, in a no. much better position, a position of power now that I actually understand. If we refer the, the to Kiwis, we're talking, we're talking about people from New Zealand. Right. I was like Stephen Adams. I, yeah, I, think, right. I think he's from New that's Zealand. A good one. That's, the, that's the best I got right now. That's a good go. one. Here's Aton Barrett Brooks and Harry May. Michael Calabrese at East Breeze is how you follow him on Twitter from the Action Network and Saturday Down South at Sat Down. Did they change their Twitter handle? Because it's at Sat Down South now. I thought it was at SDS. They so they went said. to Twitter jail for a bit uh, for using some unlicensed video highlights and some music, I believe. You know, the the, the Twitter jury is, ah. is a little bit fickle. So they were in the doghouse. I think they're still trying to dig out. Okay, so now we know that. At least we're giving out the proper Twitter handle now for everybody, including Michael, at East Breeze. So we'll... Move away. I know that you're now fully inundated in the conversation, and maybe you have a couple to go with. So we'll push this to the back burner as far as any peewees that come to mind. <laughs> we have to talk about this crazy story that popped out. And, you know, normally, and in no exception today, we'll get some look ahead, some plays, just some ideas of what you have for futures, be it individual or conference or team wins. But as far as this story is concerned, what the hell is happening right now with ESPN, the Big 12, and the American? Well, just when I think I can start looking at week one and you know lock in my Heisman futures, my conference title futures, of course, I have to repeat before this show, tortious interference, and make sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. Because what's more fun than football, talking about legal maneuvering and corporate interests as it relates to conference reshuffling? Um, yeah, this is, this is like one of those stories where there is an allegation that's immediately denied by a PR department, ESPN being the one flatly denying it. And everyone knows that it's true. And Bowlesby putting this out there is kind of like, you know, me coming on the show and complaining about an argument with my wife where it's like, you guys might agree with me and pat me on the back and say, yeah, she's wrong. That's not going to help me in my relationship. None of this is going to help Bowlesby grow closer to the, you know, the teams that he's clinging to in the big 12 nor is it going to bring Texas and Oklahoma back or stop ES for ESPN from keeping this money printing press going. So it's just an interesting move. It's just clearly out of spite. He wants to throw it out there. I'm sure 
there were some PR professionals who were like, no, 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 please don't do this. He's like, well, you're fired. You can get out of my office. I'm going to do this. Um, <laughs> so I, I think it's interesting. It, it, it smacks of desperation. And I think the Big 12 is in a really desperate spot here because yeah. this feeling of 2010 where it's like, oh, he'll just go ahead and raid the AAC or the Mountain West. I think those conferences are looking around and they're like, well, we have a conference. And we have members, and why don't we add to it? I think the AAC is in a much more advantageous position to potentially do that than the Mountain West, particularly on the financial side of it. But they at least have plays as opposed to 2010 when the Big East was gutted and then had to be rebranded as the American. Yeah, I mean, what other options does Bowlesby have at this point? Honestly, he's got to go in and make a deal and make it quick because – you know, West Virginia is chomping at the bit to get into the ACC. And culturally, I think it would make a lot more sense to them. Geographically, it brings a rivalry back with Pitts, uh, you know, a, a, as well as Virginia and Virginia Syracuse, Tech. I mean, that would put, yeah, yeah th- that would yeah. put a lot of juice back into, you know, the fan base. Um, and then you have the, the Texas schools, which have got some interest from the Pac-12, particularly, you know, Texas Tech. And then you look at Oklahoma State as well. Although I do think it would be funny in Oklahoma State culture mixing it up with, you know, West Coast liberals, but that's not going to stop something like that from happening. Um, and then when you look at the, the rest of it, you know, Cincinnati, I think, is a is a program as well as UCF that has enough financial stability and academic reputation, particularly Cincinnati, to potentially be added to the Big 12 and to make them whole again. The issue is, is that enough to to fill the gigantic crater that's left by Texas and Oklahoma? And it's not. And really, at the end of this, it's not just a game of musical chairs for the next, you know, 12 months, three years, whatever. A lot of these programs are looking at it as, can we get in a stable position for 10 to 15 years? And that's why Kansas is talking to the Big Ten. You know, as an AAU member, um, Association of American Universities, they're in a special spot because the Big Ten and Pac-12, they don't just pay lip service to the academic uh, credentials that are required. Iowa State also one of 64 schools in the country in that AAU exclusive club. So I could see Kansas and Iowa State moving to the Big Ten. And at that point, it's over. Then it, it's open season. And I think, you know, the the lifeboats come out for the remaining teams and the AAC gets into, into a spot where maybe they could add, you know, three or four of these teams. Well, at this point, you know, I can't see because, you know, when I went to Kansas State, it was a part of the Big Eight. Um, then he went to the Big 12. But at this point, where does Kansas State, you know, figure in, these, in, in all these negotiations and everything? Oklahoma State. You know, those are two teams that had some success in the past um, are on the, you know, they're like they're flatlining right now. They're not on the rise and not going lower. I mean, how, where do they fit in as far as, you know, the, the you know, the, 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 the conference and, and where they could go? Geographically, I think they're in a tough spot because unlike Texas, um, you know, that has access both in terms of travel that is reasonable to the southeast as well as, you know, airports and everything like that, that that is a part of the consideration. But also just culturally, where do they fit in? You know, the Pac-12 seems like a stretch. The Mountain West, if they were to add both Oklahoma State and Kansas State, that certainly is a step up for them. But I don't think it gets them close enough to being considered uh, the phrasing now is autonomous five. I don't think that puts them in a P5 situation just by adding those two schools. But unfortunately, you know, they're in a spot where they can't really turn down hypothetical offers like that just out of hand because obviously for them, you know, being in a, a power conference, both for basketball and football for so long, I think they've gotten used to certain 
monetary compensation, as well as the cultural and the perception of their program. You know, Kansas State was number one country college football, I want to say seven or eight years ago when they had Colin Klein. And if they lose a weird game Baylor, they go to the national championship. That's not going to happen if they move to the Mountain West. And that's a difficult pill to swallow for fans because you really kind of float that carrot out there where it's like, yeah, we're, we're not going to be a team that's going to spend a ton of money, you know, on our coaches and our facilities and everything. But every once in a while, it's going to come together. Maybe 10 or 15 years, we're going to be right there. We're going to play in a major bowl game, be in consideration with the national title. Saying goodbye to that, I think, makes it really difficult for an AD to sell that to a school president because so much of this is tied to donations and alumni and alumni pride. And moving down the ladder is not something that I think was front of mind for Oklahoma State or K-State alumni in, you know, even if you asked them last month, they they, they probably would have felt they were in a solid position. Right. What is the time frame for the Oklahoma, Texas and the SEC? Is that, you know, does that start to be scheduled next season or like when does this go into effect? So the, the phrasing in the contract is that, you know, they're connected through 2025. Otherwise, they'd have to pay a, a stiff financial exit penalty, fee. penalty yeah. exit fee, which is, it's not chump, chump change. You know, it's it's over 30 million when, once you start tallying together all of the clauses and everything like that. But here's the thing. By them doing this and setting off these dominoes and ESPN clearly working against the Big 12, saying we have this contract and you have a contract with Fox for the Big 12. So we're in competition. So AAC, go in, get four or five schools. You know, the SEC's already done their part. I think the conference will fall apart before then, and I think this upcoming season for basketball and football will be the final for the Big 12 as it's currently constituted. That's wow. amazing, man. Just just seeing where the future of college football is, uh, it's no longer like one of these science fiction stories that was created in the 80s about flying cars, and right? I mean, this yeah. is a tangible change. Michael, you and I had this conversation a little bit last week, but just to kind of go – a little deeper into it is Harry saying the yet yeah, and understanding the direction here. We are probably what two years away from college football looking off field, at least completely different from the sport that we grew up watching. I'm talking about off field, not on field. Yeah. When you add in the conference realignment and also everything that's changed with um, name, image and likeness, we haven't even seen any of the ripple effects yet. Right now, it's it's this fun honeymoon period where you know Derek King, the Miami quarterback, is now the official spokesman of College Hunks, the moving company. It's like right. th these are all like cute stories, but once those checks start clearing and they have the money and they have the freedom, you look at the number one um, high school recruit in the country out of South Lake Carroll. He's going to head to Ohio State. He's considering sitting out his senior year of high school because he can't take money in the state of Texas uh, it, under the the purview of high school athletics there, but he can take the money and it won't affect his eligibility in college. So you have, it's, it's mm -hmm. working its way all the way down to 16, wow. 17, 18 year olds and things like that. I mean, I'm going to look at it from an optimistic perspective. A lot of these kids make a business decision from a very young age. I'll go to Alabama. I may have to sit two years, but the likelihood of me being coached up and playing in the NFL and providing for my family is higher, at least from a perception standpoint, than maybe going to a middle tier power five program and playing right away. But if you take that financial pressure off of their shoulders and say, you're not going zero, you're not going to be a millionaire overnight, but make it $100,000 worth of uh, endorsements and you know being uh, a local spokesman for a pizza shop and kombucha and all these different things that, that kids are already signing up for right now. I think that's going to really change the, the conversation and the recruiting tactics because right now it's there's a consolidation of power in recruiting. That's why 
it feels like there's the same five or six schools every single year in the college football playoff. So optimistically, I'm hoping that that will change. The conference realignment element of it, yes. The the idea of regional powers and regional rooting interests are basically dead. And and honestly, I think you know the Big Ten Commissioner Warren is going to take a serious look at making a super conference with the Pac-12 and rating USC, UCLA, probably you know Washington and Oregon. Those four mm. schools coming over, I think, would really help their brand awareness. And and honestly, I think those schools feel a little hamstrung by the the previous mistakes of Commissioner Scott and you know the the mistakes that he made in terms of their TV deal and not playing at the right time. And all these things being said, I think there's going to be a reshuffling. And it's all in competition with the SEC because we don't want it one super league like they shot down in Europe with soccer and then everybody else. And right now, if, if people stand pat, which they can't, that's what we're looking at. I Real saw quick. something. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I wonder, would it be the old Chicago? Would it be the uh, Blue Stem Bistro? Would it be the Hands or the Olive Garden? That would have sponsored Barrett Brooks back then. White <laughs> Castle. White Castle. Well, uh, is there a White Castle in Manhattan, Kansas? No, but there's in Kansas City. So I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. close enough. I can just see your. I can see your face on a, a crepe case. <laughs> I can see it when I close my eyes right now. I, I definitely would have been a part of that at two a.m. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, oh, let me ask you this then: What about a team like Notre Dame? You know, you see all this stuff happening around them. Where is Notre Dame fitting in all this? So Notre Dame, it's it's interesting. It's independent, yeah, yeah. It, it, they're independent. They've also said that they value their independence, which I, I think is is accurate in terms of both their TV deal with NBC and also they like to play a national schedule. They they like to be able to go out to USC and have those games with Stanford and you know their rivalries in the Big Ten as well. There's also a complication contractually where if they join a conference, technically they have to join the ACC for a period of time. I want to say it's about seven or eight years. They have them locked in. But contracts are like hearts. They're made to be broken. I'm sure the ACC would just take a boatload of money to let them out of that if it was clear that they wanted to join, say, the Big Ten. So there's there's always a way to work out of and unwind some of these contracts. But I do think that adds an added wrinkle and makes it a little more complicated to see a natural move for Notre Dame to, say, the Big Ten, where they're already in the geographic footprint. They already have established rivalries, particularly in football, with the Michigan schools. And they have a long history of playing you know, Purdue and these other teams. It would make sense, and I do think actually it would help them a bit in in recruiting to be able to have that consistency and to go into some of these states and say, you know, every other year your your parents can travel in state and see your your son your son play. Um, all that being said, I, I think Notre Dame's probably going to stand pat for at least this round, unless this intensifies in such a crazy way, like a Big Ten Pac-12 merger where they might feel if we don't do it now, we're going to be left out in the cold. Um, but that's not really been the case for Notre Dame. They're the only one that's withstanded the pressure. And really, you look at independence going to major conferences. This dates back to Penn State in 91. You know, the Hurricanes were down in Miami, independent for so long, and they joined the Big East in, in the late 80s. And all these things, they were Notre Dame was able to craft their own narrative and own their own story and make enough money and and keep their prestige in their own little bubble. Um, but aside from a Super League, like a Big Ten, Pac-12, I, I think they're going to wait until, you know, maybe two or three years to really consider something. Hold on real quick. We're going to break on the network back in three on SportsMap Radio. All right. Harry, Barrett. Yeah, I saw something that uh, Oklahoma and Texas to the SEC will make the SEC earn more money than the NCAA currently makes. That's insane. 
I mean, that tracks. Wow. I, I, I also think, you know, I, I read this uh, on Twitter this morning. There's this feeling where it, the, a rising tide raises all boats, which it does, you know, financially for these SEC schools. But I also think it takes a program like Georgia that's been knocking on the door. They've been number two under Alabama all this time. Oklahoma's going to come in and they're not going to pay their dues. They're going to be a team that's going to challenge for however they, they rejigger the conference, whether it's divisions or pods. Right. But they're in the same conversation as Alabama. Um, so I really think it hurts a program like Georgia that is in a really great recruiting state and on the right side geographically of the divide in the in the SEC. Where and Texas the A&M. Yeah, so That's there's lot, there's lots of yeah. schools that potentially could be hurt by this in terms of the on-field product. And I think right now it's just this you know kumbaya feeling of the SEC against the world and we're more powerful. It's like eventually you got to play the games. And I don't mm -hmm. think conference pride is going to mean that much to Georgia and A&M if they're going 8-4 every year. Yeah. Um, Real quick, that. we got to get to this at some point in the second hour. Brandon Brooks left practice today with a hamstring issue. Oh, yeah. I mentioned that at the top before you joined the show. Man, yeah. I'm telling you. All yeah. right. Now, uh, we only have a couple of minutes left here with Michael at East Breeze, of course, for Michael Calabrese. On Twitter, Action Network, Saturday Down South. Is there, uh, what's what, what would you like to leave us with from a future standpoint? Is there a win total? Is there a, look, I mean. Aton needs something here. Oh, wait a second. This is what he does for a living, A. And B, nobody's going to give you in-depth futures of where the market is off on the Sun Belt or any other small conference better than Michael. So we might as well take advantage of him that he's here. Well, I, 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 I had a different question I wanted to ask, though. But go ahead. I'll, 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 okay. I'll go. I'll take the back seat. I, 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 I'll, make, I'll make this quick. I'll, He'll give I'll, me the, give my, you, uh, yeah. like, more time for you, Barrett. How about that? All right, Aton. Here we go. Uh, Western Kentucky to win the Conference USA um, division crown or Conference crown this year at plus seven fifty. You can get them at eight to one, depending on the book. Um, only a true degenerate like me would have actually watched their transfer quarterback Bailey Zappi play at Houston Baptist last oh year. My I watched God. him play three Look times. This. Wow! The, the, the guy was in the running for the Walter Payton Award, which is the FCS Heisman Trophy. They so what they did was Western Kentucky has a, a pretty solid program talent wise and a yeah. pretty de decent defense. Their offense was a mess. So they said we're going to take Zappy, his top two wide receivers, and their offensive coordinator, and just plug and play the entire offense and bring it over. And this is also a, a quarterback who he didn't just play you know weird schools in Texas you've never heard of. They played Texas Tech and almost beat them last year. They played North Texas and put up at thirty plus points. So Western Kentucky is a great value there. Wow. Um, I got I, I'll, I'll, I'll let goal. yeah. I'll let a real question get asked now. So for those, uh, for those fans, quick, I have them at plus twelve hundred. Okay. Oh, Lock I mean, it please, in. please tell me the the book that you got at plus twelve hundred. I mean, ah. I'm holding it up. I'm holding up Zappy and ah. WKU fans that you know stock that I should probably make some kind of stonks meme or AMC kind of thing. Um, but what's another couple wow. hundred bucks in them? Go ahead, Barry. Oh, I mean, that's one ask this in, in, in closing, man. What does basketball factor into all these um, alignments and moves in these conferences? Very little, unfortunately. Someone who also deeply loves college basketball. Um, I, I think really one of the few programs that is going to find a solution for themselves because of their basketball is Kansas. The right. combination of that and being an AAU school. Um, it's it's an unfortunate situation, but the money is just dwarfed You know, in the situation looking at football vis-a-vis -vis basketball. Um but if you were to grab a Kansas and move them into the Big Ten, the Big Ten desperately has wanted to be considered 
like the ACC for so long. And they just have not had the consistent top three, top four programs. And Kansas comes in and culturally, I, I think it's a great fit. Um, it would make a lot of sense. It's probably going to come with Iowa State, which they would get a, a huge bump in recruiting to be connected with a uh, college basketball universe that for many seasons has their conference tournament in Chicago. It allows them to, to recruit Chicago. That pumps life back into their program. Um, but unfortunately, to answer your question, I think very little is considered for a sport that is the second most you know, revenue generating. And certainly from a national interest, you know, people care deeply about college basketball, at least when March comes around. Barrett, I'm, I'm throwing the welcome wagon open to you in Kansas State to join the AAC, bring along Oklahoma State, bring the mullet, let's go. Look at that. There we go. There we go. We're all about camaraderie here on this program. I don't know what what, what people have been told. Michael, thank you, sir, as always, man. It's great chat. Appreciate it. We appreciate the insight. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Take care. You got it. That's at East Breeze again on Twitter for Michael Calabrese. We got everything in there. I just pounded Western Kentucky. Now, I can't find. <laughs> I don't have a Sun Belt Conference winner option. No, on Conference things. USA, he said. That's Western Kentucky. Conference uh, well, USA. What I, whatever. I, it's not uh, here. You don't see Conference USA? No. Well, you're on the wrong book. All they have is Pac-12, Big 12, SEC, Big 10, and ACC. Go to Fox. It's a joke. Put your money somewhere <laughs> else. I'm giving you something. This is an outrage. All right, we're back in three. It's the middle. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. 
First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Ninety-one LSXers makes a good point. Calabrese was out on the peewee hierarchy. Yeah, he wanted no part of that, no part of that nonsense. Are you on that one or what? He, he must have been like, "What did I just walk into? Right. What is this show even about?" <laughs> no part of that. He thought it was kiwi at first. Right, right. Maybe that's why he was out. He thought we were ranking fruit. Uh, give me a favorite fruit. Yeah. Uh, before he, 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 he were fruit and nationality, didn't he? Wait a second. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, Peter King coming on with Russo? Like, hey, before we stop, Peter, give me, give me your favorite fruit. What's your thoughts on the kiwi? <laughs> Pete, 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 uh, Pete. The kiwi, Pete, your thoughts. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, we got to play this Aaron Rodgers stuff. Where is this, in the prep sheet or what? Oh, it's all over the prep sheet. There's like a million cuts of Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Jeez, I tell you, man. Trying to drink this shake here. You won't even, you, you know, let me breathe. I'm now, telling you, man. Where's the stuff? Which It's all over the place. There's a, well, there's a section in the beginning, it. and then there's a section towards the end what's the where there's like cut? 30 cuts. What's what's the best where, where he's just ripping people out? Yeah, we just want him to, you know, talk about the front office not letting him, you know, pick players. He's saying that, you know, the media is telling lies. He went off yesterday. All right, well, where where is the best one? It I'm was all great at it right now. It was all great, bro. Yeah, it I was mean, good. Anything's good. What happened was then they said, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give you some, we'll give you some money now. Let's see if we can throw some money at you. I said from the start, it wasn't about the money. Um, obviously, I didn't show up for the offseason program or mini camp. To me, it was bigger than this. It was about uh, trying to be a resource for the organization that I care about and love so much. Well, that that wasn't really explosive, right? No, not that one. Okay, well, let's keep going until we find one, right? Yeah. All he wants to do is be a resource for the front office. Yeah. There's some other older players around the league. I think this is how it goes. You know, you, you get a little bit older. You see some of dysfunctional organizations, and you either move on or try and help uh, foster some change. And that's all I, I wanted to do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Because I love this organization and, and I love being a Packer and I've enjoyed my time here. But I can be used as a pseudo consultant because I know this place. I know this building. I know the people that work here. I know what helps it, uh, what helps it go. And when you're a quarterback, you hear a lot of a lot of you know, you hear it from what's going on around the building. And it gives you the ability to see kind of things as they are and to to help foster a culture of inclusion and cohesion and connectedness that helps you you win. Wow. That was deep, man. All this yeah, does is make me feel better about our bet. Yep. <laughs> we'll have to have Bad break that one down. <laughs> You, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. All right, our second hour here, and we just played the Aaron Rodgers cut where he is explaining how he could be used as a resource and I mean that was that was pretty heavy right there. Barrett said that was pretty deep. What's the reaction there that you guys have from this? Well, well I, mean, I, I, I love I, it. Yeah, go ahead. go ahead, Barrett. The reason I say it's deep because a quarterback, when you're a starting quarterback, especially a franchise quarterback, especially even more so when you're you know a top three player in the NFL in the league, you tend to have access to all three phases of an organization. You have the higher up, you're up there with the owners, you know, you talk to them all the time because you're a direct conduit, you know, with the production on the field, the recruiting aspect of it, you know, with the coaches and and and, and then the front office people that be that um, make decisions as far as bringing players in. You want players that can come in and help you. So they tend to come to you a lot more than they would come to the regular person. And then from a player's aspect, you are a player and you're out on the field. He's a part of all three phases of it. Yeah. So why don't you give them the autonomy to go up there and, and 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 put his shake on what direction the team should go in or what you know what type of players he needs to help him out and be the best player he can be. Those are all things that starting quarterbacks usually take part in. You know yeah. what I mean? And a guy like him with uh, you know with his skill level and what he's done in this league should have been able to tell the coach, "No, we're not kicking a field goal." I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've just been ripping this defense apart. Right. Now you want to kick a field goal? Mm-hmm. You're going to take the ball out of my hands and give it? Come on now. That's yeah. ridiculous. we we got to play the cut. Uh, there's one on here that he says um, the front office's extension offer was disingenuous. I want to hear that one. And right. I also want to hear the one that says it looks like he won't end his career as a Packer. Nothing right. has changed on that front. Wow. That, yeah. There he is. Oh, there he is. I got to hold him for a sec. He's he's hungry. Oh, yeah. He's His mom is <laughs> making the bottle here. Bro, how could somebody like you make something that cute, man? It's, wow. Well, my wife. Yeah. That <laughs> has nothing to do with him. Uh, zero, yeah, zero. Yeah, yeah, zero. zero. He, no, I, I didn't oh, mean he is amazing. <laughs> say what's up? I, I'm surprised you don't have your Sixers gear on him. Oh. Because you know, it's draft night. <laughs> 
We will at some point. Yeah, you know oh, yeah. what? I'm gonna have to get a pick for him. Go ahead. Yeah, you need, you need to put a pick up on Twitter. Yeah. Hey, what are your thoughts on the Similac? Go ahead. <laughs> Give us your thoughts on the Similac. Go ahead. With that stuff, I can run eight miles. Yeah. On uh, <laughs> uh, the breast or the bottle? Six one zero. All right. You know, back back when I was a baby, we went out of a bottle here. <laughs> What's up? What's up? You want to say hi? He's not even six weeks yet, so he's coming. Yeah. Yeah. That no, is I'm, amazing. I'm going to hold man. him seamlessly, like you know, he's not here. So don't even, don't even worry. <laughs> don't even act like he's not even here. That's all. Keep all right, 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 right. <laughs> Look, he knows. All I know is he's hungry. He wants, he wants to eat. And, yeah. And you're not going to feed him. He's going to be pissed in a minute. No, he does this pecking thing where it's just like he's a peacock. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If he does it, this is how you know he's hungry. He's like, he'll start doing it with his head. If he starts doing this though. Right. You know, then, then, yeah, then I'm, I'm in. I'm trying, man. I'm telling you. I'm trying to get him. Uh, that, would, that would make my day, man. <laughs> or, or you get him to do that meme. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one blown the away meme. He's going to be one of the two for sure. See, here he goes. He's pecking away like a peacock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. No. So that's all. Just again, uh, I now I jumped on the Phillies a couple of different ways here. We did. I took the Phillies and I, well, I took the Phillies minus one at plus money. I took the over five and a half at plus money. Mm-hmm. And I took the in game parlay of the Phillies and the over five and a half at plus 250. Wow. Who's on the mound today? Uh, well, actually, it's funny you ask. Vince Velasquez is on the mound now. Okay. The Nationals have a tr- they have an atrociously bad bullpen, and they just traded their closer. So do the Phillies. Well, yes, but the, yeah. the Nats might be worse from a statistical standpoint. So that's what I'm saying. Is that's that pretty that's, incredible? Yeah, I like that. I like that bet all a right. lot. I'm all over. I'm all over. So is he. This is an extra bag of diapers for him, or box of diapers, whatever it may be. <laughs> So you gonna yeah. pound up? You gonna pound up? Pound over on um on points? Over on runs, yes. Yeah. Yes, over on runs. That's all. Now you ready for this? This yeah. is gonna be the first time in the history of at least the Jacob Media YouTube page that a baby will be fed live on the air. Oh, is that right? <laughs> so we're going we're going bottle here. Wow, this is unbelievable. I think that's pretty safe to say that we're not going to go the opposite. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yes, we're going to go Yes, 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 you are. Oh, my goodness, right. man. Now, go Please. ahead. Now, <laughs> whatever else you want. Well, go at ahead. least I can see that you're bathing the kid. I mean, this isn't an Aston Kutcher, you know, Mila Kunis yeah. situation. Terrible, terrible. Yeah. No, this kid's got better hygiene than me by a mile. <laughs> Absolutely. Again, learned it from his mother. Right, right, right. You got to you got to put the bottle up more, man, or else you gonna have the baby um bring it in air, man. Then you got to burp. It is a huge burp. Oh, just make it. Sh- oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah I couldn't oh, stand yeah. from that it's point. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bad angle, Barrett. No, yeah, no, that's what it was. You're, a bad right. Angle. you're right. Now we, we got these new damn things here, right? These new nipples. Oh yeah, yeah. Tight, right? That he can't get anything out. Mm. So it's it's are hard they pierced? No, they're not pierced, uh, but no studs through them. No studs. <laughs> but it's it's hard to get, you know, it's hard to get a burp out from them because right. these nipples don't allow much air. Like, they're designed to not allow much air, that's all. That's huge, man, because I remember I used to have to put, like, a little plastic thing in the bottle and, you know, do those yeah. type because it would mess up all the time, man. He'd be, my son be, you know, sucking in all his air, and then now he's burping uncontrollably. He's spitting up because he's burping so much. Yeah. yeah. 
Joey B on the stream points out that the middle is now three men and a baby. You know, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a, that's a great point. That's actually Joey a great B. observation. Seriously. Yeah. And, now, which one of us is Steve Gutenberg? Yeah, who's Gutenberg? That's <laughs> immediately what I thought. No, I, I don't want to be Gutenberg. Yeah. Let, let Barrett be him or you. Who the hell is Gutenberg? I exactly. guess he was there anyway. Exactly. Who, now, who is the third guy in there? It was Gutenberg, Selleck, and who? Do you remember? I don't remember the other guy's name. It must have been somebody famous here. Come well, on. Oh, yeah. But I forget who it was. Tom Ernie, Selleck. Yeah, Tom Selleck was definitely Steve in Gutenberg it. And, and Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Oh, Ted Danson. Yeah, I'll, I'll be Ted Danson. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be Tom Selleck. Although I'm not getting involved with Whoopi Goldberg, okay? Or that's where <laughs> no. I draw the line with my Ted Danson. Bro, I would draw the line with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, I think anybody Woo. here. That's that's not asking. That's a looker. Yeah. <laughs> To draw that line is not much, by all means. No. Now, once I put this bottle down, we can play more Rogers stuff. But is there anything else that we have here from a Rogers standpoint? I mean, I could. Try I mean, all he said, I mean, he's talking about the treatment on how how older players um, have they given their all to to the team, and then they just let them go like they were nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, he 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 said that's 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 BS. So because okay. of that, he's going to take a stand with that man. I mean, that's, that's huge. After the season, there was a part of me that did think that there would be conversation about extension, you know, based on my cap number this season, next season. It seemed natural based on the way I played to at least have a conversation about it. It wasn't a conversation, not until into May. And that, to me, seemed like an analogy that you guys understand. You guys have a fantastic year at work. You write some great stories. You go to your boss and say, I just had an incredible year. I think I deserve a pay raise or, you know, some security. And the boss says, yeah, let's just see how it goes. Couple months down the line, you get another job opportunity. You go back to your boss and say, "Hey, I got this amazing job opportunity." And we say, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! No, no, no! We, we love you. We want you. To, we do want you to stick around. We, you know, we do. We do care about you. Just have the same uh, feeling." Mm. That's that's pretty sharp. Yeah, yeah. Is. Now, yeah. Now, is that the one where he, where he says the front office was disingenuous yes. with the offer? Okay, yeah. let's get to the one uh, about two down that says that he's not going to end his career as a Packer. All right. Uh, let's get the cut, too, Jimmy. <laughs> what? He still wants to be a Packer this year? Oh, no. Okay. I said go. last year that there's some things that might be out of my hands at this point. And, you know, based on the, them drafting my replacement, uh, J-Lo, last year, I think that kind of put things in motion. Based, away, based on the way the season went last year, there was nothing in last season that made me uh, confident that I'd be back after 21 and maybe even not after 20, 2020. thought we could progress some of those conversations with maybe a greater commitment during the offseason. Uh, like I said, that didn't really didn't happen, but uh, that's why I just have to focus on this season. Wow. wow. How about that? I'm telling you, this is this is the year. He is yeah. going to – he's going to – they might go 16, 17 and 0. I, yeah. Anytime you have that type of um, <laughs> venom and angst, and mm -hmm. I mean, he just sat and up there and was just talking. Yeah, and he talent. was just talking like, "Hey, you yeah. know, forget that I'm a I'm I'm about to get off this podium and, and go yeah. see these same people I just got through thrashing." Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just gonna say whatever I want to say, and you're just gonna like it. Right. Now, and I'm gonna pick my check up. Yeah, no choice. Kevin Savard, which is a new name I see on the chat, says these clowns are a riot. 
<laughs> nice. That's all we ask, man. Hey, we don't care what you call us as long as you're enjoying yourself. Right, right. And it's all unscripted. This, you know, this is, we're not reading a you know prepared statements. No, you think at twelve ten there's on this prep sheet that says Shander brings down baby, and then right. next <laughs> we, we bring up this uh, Aaron Rodgers cut. No, 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 not at all. Now Rodgers did go after the media. Did you? Yeah, hear he this? did. Yes, he did. The media loves to make stories when there's not enough content to put out there. Look, I realize, you know, there were times I could have said something, but I firmly believe that there is wisdom in silence. And also, I love this. I love this city, this organization. And I didn't want to get into a pissing match with a team that's employed me for 16 years, paid me a lot of money. I felt like handling things behind closed doors was the right way to do it. Well, this yes. thing was hardly handled behind closed doors. Yeah. Though, right? No, it well, I mean, it, it, it was. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he just, he just, he, the organization took us just a, a stance that I, I, I didn't think was possible, man. I didn't think that there's, there would be an organization that would treat a top three player in the NFL like that. You know what I mean? I mean, come on, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And it wasn't until the reality is that our right, camp is a week away. You know, what are we going to do? We right. can't allow, we can't allow this to happen. That you know things got put in perspective. Do you realize that that GM is going to be crucified if he lets him go and walk and get nothing in return? Wow! And, and you know one thing we we can't overlook in the previous cut, Aaron Rodgers re- referred to Jordan Love as J Lo. <laughs> Did you catch that? J Lo. I mean, I guess it could be, you know, look like there's that. only one J Lo, right. okay, <laughs> and it ain't Jordan Love. Now, was that J-Lo. a rip? Was that a, yeah, was that a was... backhanded rip, or is that what they really call him? An a term of endearment. No, I think that's what they really call him. Wow, that's all. Be honest with you, and and that's J Lo. I mean, not many go- love is not not love is not like a super popular name, right? Yeah, Davis Love the Third. Mm-hmm. Right, so like, do they call him on tour D'Lo? No, they call him DL three. DL three. All right, I yeah. like that. Davis Love, like yeah. D'Lo or J Lo. But if you're Jordan Love, you don't want to be called that, right? No. Oh, that's ridiculous to be called J Lo. Thank yeah. you. That's ridiculous, man. Come on, man. That's the, the, you can't that's... share a nickname with Jennifer no. Lopez. No. Right, right, right. <laughs> Not Jenny from the block. No, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> is that what they call it? Like, do you think Aaron came in and was like, all right, it's Jordan from the blocks turn. Yeah. <laughs> Second team reps. Let's get Jordan from the block up. <sighs> oh. That kid, that kid is taking no reps, bro. No my reps. Kid, my kid is taking more reps than Jordan Love. <laughs> right. No doubt. No like, doubt. Uh, now, and here's another thing, too. Like, it's a shame that you couldn't place a, a prop bet on Jordan Love's snaps. This year, because right. I would go so heavy on the under, meaning like Rodgers is not going to let this kid play. Like Rodgers might purposely turn the ball over up 21 with like five minutes left just so that the team could have a chance to score on his team and he can justify staying in the game. Wow. Bro, they would try to put him in there. They'd put love in the game and he would stay on the field. It'd just be a you know penalty after penalty. 12 men on the field. Flag. Right. 12 right. men on the field. Rogers ain't leaving. Flag. No. 
All right, now I'm, I'm going to interrupt this Aaron Rodgers stuff here with a tweet uh, from Eagles camp. Mike K, who covers the team, at Mike underscore E underscore K, says Dillard just basically had to amateur wrestle Barnett to the ground to stop him in an 11-on-11 drill. Uh-oh, that's a whole thing. Uh-oh. Your boy no, Dillard. I hate to do it to him. And he's starting right now. I know he is. He's starting. Well, yesterday – he started, but I think today didn't Malata go out there first, first and then right? now it's now it's Dillard. Okay, it makes more sense. No, this doesn't make sense at all, man. Get well, a no, man in position, As right? Well, yeah, okay. That's it all. Ma- it makes sense in the aspect that you know Dillard. He's a first rounder. They want mm-hmm. him to compete, but he just doesn't have it, man. Malata and and I was, if I was Malata, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say something, man. I'd say something to me, Bill. I think I earned that position. I mean, why am I sitting down on the bench? You know, why am I splitting? He should be trying to take my position, not me trying to take his position. What do they get for Dillard, a sixth rounder in return now? That's going to look really bad. <laughs> well, could you pass Dillard and Ertz together? Dillard, Ertz. That'll draw That'll draw Ertz's um, <laughs> worth down. <laughs> you think so? Just being associated with Andre Dillard. It's no, I mean, drop your van. In all actuality, I mean, he looks good. He looks the part now. You know, he's he's bigger, he's stronger. Um, he looks a little more intense, like he wants to be out there. There were a time, you know, last year that I didn't think that he wanted to be out on the field. Are we talking Dillard or Dillard? Yeah, Dillard. Yeah. yeah, he didn't look. He didn't look interested in being out on the field. Like he was happy to be injured. Right, right. You know? I've never seen a guy more happy to be on IR. Sean mm-hmm. Andrews. <laughs> no, it was worse than Sean Andrews, bro. Okay. Way worse than Sean Andrews. Now, here's the thing, though. The team is not necessarily beholden to Andre Dillard starting, so maybe this is just a chance for the team to kind of say, look, man, we gave you a shot. Yes. That's right? exactly what it is. Okay. We gave you an opportunity. At, at, the, at the end of the day, they messed up when they drafted him. And they traded up for him, too. Traded up for him. Mm-hmm. All right, now regarding the NBA draft tonight, there's a little, um, there's a rule that I think we should address here. The NBA locks the draft board apparently at three o'clock today. So that means the trades for the 2021 draft picks can be made official after 3 p.m. Or, yeah, can be made official after 3 p.m. until the draft officially starts. In other words, that's when they do with the, you know, this hat, this guy puts it on, then he takes it off. And yep. he puts the other hat on. Okay. Okay. Now, we'll take wow. a quick one here on uh, Sports Map. Still live on the network. Uh, no, pardon me. Still live on uh, Jacob Media YouTube page. So back in three on Sports Map Radio. So now what? You're saying as far as. No well, I mean, if any of those any of those picks, you know, you know, if they get traded before three o'clock, like if the Sixers trade picks, including Ben Simmons. Before three o'clock, then the actually the other team does draft the player, I guess. But after three o'clock, the Sixers would draft the player at twenty-eight or whatever, and then the the kid would, you know, take off the Sixers hat and put on the Toronto Raptors hat, like Mikel Bridges. Exactly, Mikel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't want to be reminded of that, but no. yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, where where is uh, Zaya? Right now, where, where is he? I mean, is he playing in the in the Mexican league? I mean, what what is he doing? 
he's playing bully ball somewhere yeah. <laughs> internationally. <laughs> That's what he's doing. No, I, 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 yeah, I don't know, man. This is what is Coach Brown doing these days? I Brad? think he's coaching internationally, right? Like is he part of Australia? I don't know. I thought so. I think if he wanted to, he could be an assistant somewhere easily. He's still going to have the pedigree with Pop. He coached here for a while. He's respected yeah. in the league yeah. by by execs and all. So I don't think coaches as well. I don't think that while it was definitely time for him to go, et cetera, et cetera, like Doug Peterson to a far lesser extent because Brown hasn't accomplished what Doug has, but like Doug could be a head coach if he wanted to find the right opportunity. I think Brett could be a, an assistant easily. Mm-hmm. We've seen yeah. far worse guys be head coaches than back to assistants. So. You could join Budenholzer's staff. <laughs> you know, Bud, what would he call him? Holzer. Bud, yeah, Holzer. Holzer. Yeah, Holzer. He's, he knows what he's doing. I mean, yeah, I think that would probably be it. I don't know otherwise. Now, Carson Wentz is still trending here but for us locally everybody is jacked up on these training camp videos everybody just what uh, went out in indianapolis no no i'm oh. saying for us oh, oh, oh. Ertz. That's well it. well Ertz. you said Ertz. hurts oh hurts. hurts okay yeah hurts so good <laughs> at this point I, I mean you look at what, what everybody's going through man in camp right now they're trying to get in shape, doing whatever they can. And I look up on Twitter and I I see that Carson Wentz, um, his 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 um the fact that he's out there and he, you know, I don't know if he's got uh immunized yet. You know, that's trending right now, I guess. Still? Yeah, because he said it was a personal decision. Like he's not right. gonna let the media know. So then everybody assumes, well, that means he's he didn't get the shot. Right. So now it's yeah. affecting us because yeah. We we he may not play. He might get you know catch COVID and, and and then he's out for an extended period of time, which will mess up our first round pick and everything else. Well, isn't Lamar Jackson dealing with this again now? Doesn't he have COVID for the second time? I'm not sure. Does he? Pretty sure that I the can't keep going track. on in Baltimore. So I I don't know. Now the the whole thing about him trending and and for that reason, but we have seen some video pop off from Wentz. He does look refreshed. He looks new. He looks, oh, yeah? The only thing missing is a blonde hairdo, man. This guy's got new life breathing. He looks spry. Him. You know, that would have been the thing for Ertz to do, is to dye his hair orange, yeah. like a go ginger. Oh, you're saying Ertz? Yeah. Ertz dyeing his hair red? That would have been great. Why? Because would have been like, look, I want to join my boy. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm here in solidarity with my Oh, in solidarity with my, for my boy. Well, they weren't they, they weren't too cool while they were here. They weren't. I thought no. they were best buddies. No, no, because he wanted he wanted um, he wanted uh, him to go upstairs and, and and yell at them in his behalf, and and you know Wentz wouldn't have any part of that. He wanted him to go up there and say, "Hey, so Ertz pulled a to. to." Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. it was Ertz who was leaking everything, blaming this all on Alshon <laughs> Jeffrey. Wow, man. And and what's her name? The reporter from ESPN. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Josina Anderson. Right. Maybe yeah. they were trying to get the Eagles to just move divisions this whole time. That's what it was Jeez. all about. M- get them to move to the NFC South for whatever right. reason. Mm. Yeah. Unbelievable. 
That's <laughs> crazy. Wow. Man. It is nuts, isn't it? It is, bro. How this thing is played out. Oh, I mean, why couldn't he go up there and say, hey, man, I want my guy here? You know, you're the starting quarterback. You're the franchise quarterback. You know, go up. You know, this guy gave you all the success you could, you know, could have wanted, but he didn't go upstairs for him. The quarterback? I, I don't yeah. know, though, man. Like, that's – here's what I would say is I'm taking the morality out of it, like whether or not Ertz deserves it. I'm saying, like, that's a tough precedent to start. Because now you might have borderline cats on your team that maybe you like or maybe you don't like. Oh, man, he did it for Ertz. Right. All you know, of a sudden, it, you're, you're everybody's ally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bro, you don't think I was, I would definitely go out there and, 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 and go above and beyond for, for Ertz. And he was my guy. He the one that gave me, you know, the major part of success I've had. That was his number one for a long time. Well, yeah, because they couldn't give him a receiver. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's stuck without a number one receiver. Well, Alshon, but for the yeah, most that, part, that yeah. didn't last long. Look, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe you're right there where it's like, all right, you know, bleep the precedent. You're just going to make sure that, you know, you're going to let everybody know, at least up top, that, that this is the dude that, you know, he needs to be here. They need to pay him. Oh, you see Rogers doing it. Rogers brought Randall Cobb. Randall back. Cobb, right? Not Randall, Not Randall Tex Cobb. No, much <laughs> Although he didn't bring him from Texan from the Texans, That's so it is right. kind of Tex Cobb. There is a whole Tex connect right there. Yeah, you're right. Wow, you guys are on fire right now. Tex hey, we, we went through this hall yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> while you were at camp, Tex we, Cobb. We killed a whole segment on it. I think we did. You're right. This whole yeah. thing on Tex. I'm surprised David Culley and Tex Mex didn't come up in that. Right. You know, why are they talking about Tex Cobb? No, <laughs> I do wonder though, with tonight, if if uh, you think we're going to see a trade, like what what do the odds tell you that we'll see a Sixers trade tonight? Yeah, I think so. I don't I know mean, if it'll be. You think it's what you've been? Well, that's what I'm asking. Like, yeah. no, I don't care if it's a trade for, you know, somebody we don't care about or no. Right, right. Although I will say this what is really likely I've seen now is that the Sixers are still going to trade Ben Simmons. Don't get me wrong. But that the Simmons that they do make a trade outside of Simmons for Buddy Heald. Oh yeah. And that there could be a strong possibility Simmons is back. Well, not strong, but there could be a smaller possibility that Simmons is back, and they've added Buddy Heald to the fold as more of a replacement for a Danny Green. Let's say. Seriously. Now, what do they give up for a Buddy Heald? Well, they're probably own? going to have to give up uh, draft picks and and maybe Max. Maybe depending on if you bring in a third team, depending on what you give up, right? Mm. But yeah, Maxi would probably be on the board there. I, I would personally, I'd give up Maxi over Thibel. Not that I think that Maxi is the worst player. Maxi's the better player. Maxi will get you a little more value, and also it's it's just hard to find guys like Thibel. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. It's, it's hard tough. to find real defenders these days. Tough. This is this is not a different. This is not a a, a defensive league. So well, especially when league. you're getting rid of Ben Simmons, you know, right. give away both of your best defense, perimeter defenders. Yeah. Great point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's probably one of the more under discussed elements to the Simmons trade. Right? Is that assuming Simmons is gone, Thibel ain't going to be part of any deal, and that's pretty much cornered because they have gone from a top three defensive team in the NBA to God knows what they would be if they lost Thibel and Simmons. Mm. It's two guys who are top eight in the league right now defensively. Wow. Buddy Heald attempts 10 threes a game. There you go. That's what you want. You ain't got to tell him. You want somebody with exactly right back with no conscience. 
Yeah, just go. The only time you step into buddies, like, hey man, you took fifteen. We could probably do twelve. Yeah, <laughs> like that yeah. may be the only time. But look, if the guy's hitting, then you know, keep keep firing as PGF. Right, say, right? right, PGF. Yeah, keep firing, cuz you know. All. And he played in 80, 82, 72, and yeah. seventy-one games. So he he plays. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, minor tweak or an injury here, nothing that would keep him out significant time. Yeah. So no, I think you're right. There's you're definitely onto something there. That could be that could be tonight. I think honestly, mm. the Simmons stuff is probably going to take more time, but pretty likely that they would make a deal. That's probably the ceiling of the deal that the Sixers would make tonight. Would be that. And the the reason that Simmons won't be tonight is they need more time because it's a three team deal. Probably, yeah. Mm. Probably, yeah. That's what I would think. All right, three team deal or just. You know, these these things, they come down to the back and forths, right? Of like, oh, we want this pick. No, we're not going to give you this pick. That negotiation could take two days. Right. Of of where you're going to pivot to from that or that player. No, no, no. We want Maxi, man. We're not giving up right. Maxi. Hey, it's Tuesday. We just talked on Monday. Any any change? Nope. Okay, we'll talk tomorrow. Now were were you are you interested in betting the draft tonight? No. no? What what it come on? What what can what? you bet? I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe Jalen Green goes number one overall instead of Cade Cunningham. Any value there? I don't. What's the number on that? I have no idea. The value would be in the number, I think, more so than anything else, right? Mm. I mean, my goodness, can you? Tunisia and the Philippines are playing right now in an international friendly. I'd rather bet on that. Oh my god! Now, by the way, the Phillies are down one nothing. It's early. But the Phillies already down one nothing as we head to what the bottom of the second. Nats have two hits. They're up one nothing. I, I don't like it. Over looks good, by the way. Oh, this is Zach Wheeler today. I thought uh, I thought they bumped v, uh, Velo up. Mm. But I mean, well, it's my a double goodness. header though, right? Yeah. So I thought I thought Wheeler was the three thirty game, not today, the mm. twelve o'clock game. But here we have it. Top of the second. Part of me. I, you know what? I just sitting here thinking, man. Buddy Hill will probably he'd be a a great fit here. Great fit. A great fit here. Yep. Hmm. No, Buddy Hill is a guy that you would like here, knowing that you're not going to get back a top star. And again, that's why Buddy Hill in a Simmons trade doesn't really make sense because there's a drop off of what you're getting back. But if you could maneuver a deal to get Buddy Hill, where you still have Simmons to either keep or trade. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a start to the season, man. Hell uh, of a- yep, you're right. You know, and, and we need an Oklahoma guard here. The other one thrashed us, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Trey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the other guy thrashed us. Yeah. I'm just thinking about this K State, Okie State to the to the American. I'd love that. I got a nice. They would fit Okie State. They would fit. It would definitely fit. Take that in a minute. I think I'm over six and a half. Now that wouldn't take place this year, right? No. So that would so that's moot for this year's season. Yeah. Uh, it's not terrible, man. Not terrible. I like it though. You I put like that. It. I would put that Wichita State, Okie State, K State in basketball because Wichita State's part of the league in basketball. Right. That'd right. be good. Right. Shockers. Yeah. Yep. All right. Didi Gregorius Bohm. That's that's where we got right now. Max Scherzer on the hill. All right. Tanya, 
I think I messed up here. I think there is something different going on. All in right. What? In this baseball game. Oh, jeez. All right. Also here. God bless uh, you. Well, I'm just I'm just saying. And, and we may have to get some more Roger stuff, right? There is plenty more. Let's do it. More Rogers coming up. More Ro- Rogers. What happened to that guy? Are they ever going to bring him back? That's the discount double yeah, check, dude. Yeah. All right, we're back at three other network. You know? Like, seriously. We're taking a break, man. Uh, when did we last break? We didn't break it. Yeah, 30. we broke at the top. All right, yeah, let's. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. We got to get this Sean Payton audio too. Oh yeah, what's that? Mr. It's in there. Apparently, he uh, he's not happy with uh, Michael Thomas. Neither am I in my best ball draft. So good. I'm glad yeah, I'm not alone. Regarding his ankle surgery. Uh oh, you might be in. You might. Yeah. Be what did he say? Live diaper. We got the audio. It's on the sheet. You ready for this live diaper change? Yes, oh been. really? <laughs> Radio network. Presented by Rocket no, that's a little too much for me. A little too graphic? Yeah. <laughs> Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Look, it appears we're going to have to spend some time without him. Um, it's disappointing, and we'll work through it with the, the other players that are here. 
Um, but the surgery took place and obviously, uh, you know, we would have liked that to have happened earlier than later. And, and quite honestly, it should have. Can you explain? I mean, was there a lack of communication in between nope. or? Nope. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. What the hell is going on here? I thought this guy was already done. Like I, I was shocked that Michael Thomas still needed surgery. Yeah. No, that's 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 what he's saying. That's a problem, man. That's you know, a bad move. Major problem. Yeah. Real bad move. It's like bump the team. You know, we're we're you know, especially when he knew he needed it. He knew he needed it um, at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Not happy. <laughs> you know. And the other sure. thing that happened yesterday, and the first one well, that wasn't their first day at camp, but apparently Dak got a little dinged up yesterday. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Now we've got a little bit of that as well here because Dak Prescott had some soreness. Now it was not the same side as as the other injury, right? He I don't injured, think so. No, so there's a little bit of a difference here. But yeah, I saw that too, thinking to myself, hmm, maybe this does open up some stuff here. For the division, right? I don't know. Now, I, I mean, did you hear it or do you want? No, I didn't hear it. I right, have not is, heard it. This is from uh, K Fan, right? Isn't that the station down there? I believe so, yeah. Okay, so this is the latest on Dak Prescott. And I was just trying to find out what the actual injury is. Shoulder, that's what it is. It's the other, other side of it. Here it is, WFAA. Just a little, little shoulder pain, a little shoulder soreness, I should say, and tightness. I uh, felt it a little bit yesterday. I uh, came out today, was going to work through it. I uh, just felt I should be smart. I've uh, got a long time to go, uh, get a, get a, rest, a day of rest or so, and just get back at it. I uh, didn't obviously want to um, push through something that could potentially make it worse. So um, everything's fine. Telling you, man, under 51 and a half, if you can still get it for that season opener, Prescott coming back from injury and surgery mm-hmm. and Tom Brady coming back from surgery, playing through injury. These guys may not be out there for the whole game. That's true. Well, that's um, that's Dak's why you gonna, play the game. Dak's going to be fine. Yeah, it's just a, <laughs> just a, a little muscle soreness. Look at Teddy. Now, right? Teddy's out, man. Yeah, he's out. Fed him, and that's it. You know, that's he's all not it is, man. I don't know wow. how to keep him up during the day. I thought. Maybe sitting next to me and listening to the show would keep him up. Yeah. But he's, he's out. <laughs> That's a unique skill. I mean, he can right. tune your show out right. while you're doing it when he's in your arms. Yes, exactly. I mean. right. Now, somebody would just say that's the comfort of, of being in my arms is knowing right. that, you know, you're, you're safe and that you don't have to go anywhere. Look, he, he is this this kid is out. The mic's in the way. I mean, people in the Delaware exactly. Valley want that skill right there. Absolutely right. They're thinking to themselves, <laughs> how does this happen? Like, what medicine does Barrett and Harry take ahead of time each day to be immune to that? It's mm-hmm. like, you know, antibodies. Right. right. The anti-venom. Yeah, we took the shot, Barrett right. and I. Yeah. <laughs> Got inoculated against my crap. Shander shot. <laughs> Shander right. shot. That's exactly it. You know, there's, there's something to that. Bro, I mean, this is it's it's tough, man. You know, trying to get them all because they don't they're not aware of it being you know you know dark outside or if it's it's, no. it's light outside. So no. they go to sleep and, and and wake up when they want to. No, I just right. try to do the same thing. I just keep my son up, try to make him keep him up as much. My daughters, they were cool. My sons. Oh my God, man! Trying to keep them up, trying to do, trying to do something with them, and, and they just weren't having. It. They'd be fall asleep. I could, I could be having them on the back of the pamper, you know, juggling like this. 
they be snoring straight to sleep. But let me one as soon as I close my eyes, they wake right up. Is that you know? right? Yeah. As soon as I close my eyes, they wake. I mean, it's just like you know, they could be you know snoring, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. I, I close my eyes and ah, I'm like, come on, man. Fat, I'm telling me. you, it it should be an Olympic event. Putting a sleeping infant from your arms into the bed without waking him up or her up, like waking the. I'm telling you, it's like you know at, at Chopped or whatever the cooking shows are. At the end right. of the, they put their hands up like clear. Yeah. You know? like, I'm telling you, it's an Olympic event right here. Man. I'd rather watch that than the three on three basketball. Oh well, yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, man. You get a bunch of and and look, you'd be a bunch of of new parents, like first time parents out there mom dad whoever wants to represent their country going for gold mm-hmm. and that's it like you know you get 10 minutes to put your child to sleep however your means or method is of putting the infant to sleep and then and then the event is simply taking your child from your arms putting it in the bassinet and not waking the child up and then what? hands up like that like oh look at it it was it was an amazing delivery did you see the drop right look, there look at the transition yeah, yeah, yeah like like i think you should add something to it like feed them uh change the diaper and then put them and then to put them to sleep like okay. it's like it's like a, a triathlon that's like a triathlon yeah, yeah exactly instead, right. of, instead of getting a hole in the crib yeah Barry. <laughs> exactly right yeah. yeah now we didn't do fake news today no, well, Ron's out. Ron's out until like next week. So we'll we'll bring that. We'll okay. reinstate that when Culver is back. We also have to play this video. I don't know where this came from, but I was up at three thirty in the morning, and I'm trying to put this child back to sleep. My wife is trying to go to sleep, and I'm just I, like, when's the last time you you tried to hold in a laugh, right? Like mm-hmm. so hard, I, I could not help it. I was dying. It's some some jackass who's putting a bucket over somebody's head in Lowe's. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. Oh, not. yeah, 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 yeah. What? He runs away. Yeah, what is this? Do you have any <laughs> idea what this is? Pull it up. All right, I'm, I'll no, I got I to gotta play it in the break. Oh, okay. That's all. So all right. we'll, we'll do that maybe in, in a couple of minutes. Bro, that was amazing. Dude, and dude is pissed too. With the bucket, got uh, they put the bucket over his head. He was pissed. What? Oh. He wanted to fight. See, my wife has seen the video. Oh, yeah? Like, because she's watching the stream to monitor me with the child. Uh-huh. To make sure that Teddy is okay. Like, this is the new baby cam here. Wow. Me with the child, and then she Jeez. monitors. Hopefully, she left us a like, right? At least yeah. get the thumbs she up. Got a pound. Hey, I have Teddy pound the like button, Seriously. for God's sake. You know? No, get him in an account. I'm working on getting him an account at all these books so he can right, take advantage right. of a free bet. Exactly. So... Uh, my wife just came down and, and said that she saw the video too of of the bucket head. So mm. so this is like this is now across the board. This is not just the sports stuff. I don't know where this thing came from, but we'll play this during the break. So it looks staged. It could be. Yeah, it, See, it I, I just have a jaundiced eye for all this stuff. You not know, jaundiced like, like you know. It's right on the it's right on the cusp of being looking like it's staged for a yeah. minute until you see his face. He turns around a couple times. You see his face. His face is like. I, yeah, I don't know why, but I just I can't stop laughing when I see this video. Harry, you will too. No we'll, we'll, right. play, we'll play it for the crew. We might even break early. You know, like we may even break early just to get that full video. It's only 30 seconds or so in here. I'll pull it up in a second. Mm-hmm. But right. man, yeah, 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 man. I mean, my goodness, right? Just alone. Now that, on top of that, what else do we have? Any more Rogers we want to get into? I think we kind of killed it. Did we? I we think got so. Long cut. How about our boy? 
You know, we haven't heard anything from our guy, right? Well, we, we we played the uh, that he's above all the Deshaun Watson stuff. Is right. there more? I well, mean, he's just saying he's the little thing yesterday everybody's all pissed off about, but I understood what he was saying because he's my fraternity brother. He said, yeah. He said, you know, on, in his approach to the game, um, you know, he's always trying to get better. Um, to him, his his his, uh, his lamp is always half filled, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a that's a fraternity thing. You know, we have a lamp on our shield. You know, so it's a fraternity thing. But everybody was just up in arms, like, "What does that mean? What's going on? What is he? He just making stuff up?" Is actually a fraternal um, uh, thing that we you know we talk about. Okay, so that's why he said it. But it was like a, a big thing for a little bit yesterday. A really big thing. Okay. There's Howie Roseman audio. There's Sirianni audio. Right. So I mean, do we really want to hear Howie? I mean, do you not want to hear Sirianni? I'll t- I'll, I'll listen to Sirianni. Okay. I was just yeah. You know? Let's see. Sirianni on Reich. No, no, no. How about attacking? They yes. A lot attacking of it every day. Yes. My message to the team is very clear. We attack every day. It's a climb, and we're attacking every day. And not only, and we like to even break it down further than that. We're not only attacking every day. We're attacking the the little parts of that day, right? So we're the players right now are attacking rest. And the coaches, when we're done here, I'm going to go up with the offensive staff, and we're going to watch the tape, and we're going to attack the crap out of that about out of the film. And then we're going to attack the meeting room. Right. And then we're going to attack the walkthrough and then we're going to attack the meeting room again. And it's just it really is just a climb. And it's and just trying to get a little bit better each day because we know if you can do that, the gains that you can make. Is, I mean, and what I'm saying to you is no different than the message I'm saying to the team. Sounded like that Howard Dean. Wow. Cut, right. Yeah. We're going to yeah. go to Minnesota yes. and then we're going to go to Toronto. We're going to attack the meeting room. Rio. Right. Oh, my. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell? How do you have you ever attacked a piece of film before in your life, Barrett? No, Barrett attacks White Castle burgers. That's right. about it, I mean, right? That's it, man. But he 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 always he always sets himself up for just one thing. He just he just takes it too far. I mean, you I can know. say that type of stuff to the team, you know, like right. all right, we gotta attack this sleep. We gotta yeah. attack, we gotta attack everything. We gotta attack this door when we open it. You know, yeah. we got we gotta attack this carton of milk, you know, for right. sticking a straw in it. Right. I mean, come on, man. You just Dude. sometimes you just you just got to know when not to say something. I'll tell you what. If I was a veteran player on this team, Howie'd be ready to trade me in a second. Because if I, <laughs> the minute I hear that guy come into the to the room and start saying that, I'm going like, oh, my God. Yep. Get me out of here. Right, 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 <laughs> right. It's, it's crazy, man. I mean, I've, I've, I've had coaches, dog, that are just – that. Just say whatever the hell they want to say. As some coaches don't say anything. I like, like a Ray Rose. Mm-hmm. Ray Rose, the, the – the speech he had with, you know, when we playing Detroit and, you know, all mm-hmm. the stuff that's graphic stuff with we, yeah. he said to us, it was, it was crazy, man. You know, and I can't say what he was saying over the airwaves. I mean, I couldn't even, I, I probably couldn't even say that type of stuff. He was pretty graphic on, on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, yeah it was yeah. too graphic. You know what I'm right. saying? It was, it made guy like Carson Wentz, he'd have probably fainted because, yeah. you know, Randall Cunningham, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's very face based. Mm-hmm. He almost fainted. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I know Carson would have been done. Right. He'd have quit football. He wouldn't even want to play anymore. Now, when we go to break, we can play the Bruce Arians stuff because yeah. there's some select language in there. Right. And then we, and then you, you listen to Sirianni and then listen to Arians. Now, who are you going to respond to? Right. Well, you know what I mean? Right. No, I, I'm absolutely. And look, here, here's the thing, too. 
where real quick before we break, I would say if I'm Sirianni, my goal is to get the second year player, the third year. I don't give a rat's ass about an eighth or ninth year player on this team because chances are he ain't going to be here for my tenure. Ah, da, da. Exactly. So, exactly. so we, we laugh at it. We mm-hmm. joke at it. But the reality is, and Barrett's closer to these kids than we are. The reality is, is that a 21 year old may react to, oh, we're going to attack this and all that. Like we won't. Like, you know, Jason Kelsey, to Harry's point, you're right. Yeah. They roll his eyes and be like, come on, man. Come on, man. But Seriously. Devontae Smith may be all jacked up about this. Maybe. Being like, hey, let's attack this, man. I'm ready to attack the day. All right. We'll, we'll take a quick one here. Back in three on the network. Still live on the Jacob Media YouTube page. It's the middle. Are uh, you ready for this here? Yeah, let's play Bruce. No, no, no. I was going to play oh. this video here first. Oh, yeah. The bucket thing? Okay. Have you seen this before? No, I have not. I, I don't know where this came from. I don't know who this kid is. I don't care. I just could not stop laughing at this video. It's 3.30 in the morning, and somebody tweeted it into my timeline. I couldn't stop laughing at it. I think it is staged. What's that? How'd this bucket just get on my head? What in the world? I'm not going crazy, I swear. Looks like LeBron. Did someone just put a bucket on your head, yeah. too? Bro, where did he go? Dude, he fooled that guy? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and, then he hits him, and then he hits him right at the end. I mean, come on. Come on. We don't know where that where that Lowe's is. No idea. What state? No, I have no idea. Uh, that's pretty funny. Like, Bro, I, I saw the same one. I saw another one like that in, in, in a Home Depot. Yeah, I have oh, the yeah? same clip. Yeah, but that could be an Olympic sport. I'd watch <laughs> that putting buckets on people's heads and low. It's got to be staged. I'm beating his ass. I'm just like, isn't you know, that exactly. amazing, though? <laughs> like that. It's the best part about it was like he was. Do you see that at the end? He was doing like a little. He was ding him up. Like, mm-hmm. like yo, boy, where did he go? <laughs> and then the guy walked up. away, and then he hit him right. That's what I can't get over is him hitting him right at the end with a bucket. <laughs> He came around the corner. Hey, did somebody put that on my head? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> right. Did somebody put wow. this? Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Look, I don't care. That's Jerky Boys level humor, but I'm I'm here for it, man. Yeah. All right? I'm here for it. My goodness. Now I got to pull this Aryan stuff up. You sent it to me yesterday, right? Yeah, I sent it to you yesterday. All right. Now, where is the uh, – this was just preseason, just him doing Well, he's just press, addressing right? the – he's yelling at the media. Boy. All right, let me get that up. That was something else, man. We needed that. We needed that video. <laughs> we needed that dunk. Teddy huh? slept right through it. Yeah, he didn't move. No, Teddy he's, Buckets. He's yet to move, man, this dog, <laughs> or this, uh, this kid. He's yet to move, isn't it? Yeah. Amazing. Once he eats, he's good. That's another yeah. thing, too. Yeah. yeah. Priorities, man. You got to take up priorities, man. Yeah, Joey B makes a good point. He says the, the guy blowing the fart into the speakerphone at Costco, that was better. Well, remember that was last year. I don't last year. That. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. You see the on a video, this guy goes up to the intercom phone and puts the phone up to his rear end and blasts no. the bar, oh, wow. and it goes over the loudspeaker in the entire store. I didn't see that. I oh, didn't dude, see it's that. awesome. Are you serious? Yes, we played it on when I was with Tony Bruno. You know, the couple it's months the that we had that line? show. What? If it was viral, yeah, last year. No, but it's the oh, same man. kid or guy. I no, guess? no, not the same kid. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> this is that's that would have been amazing. 
That is great, man. <laughs> what was this, a Costco? Yeah, I'll find it. You know, I'll send it to you. Part studios. I'll tell you. Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Free May. We just played that video of the Lowe's, the, the dunking of the helmet, or the, the bucket in Lowe's. The, the best video I've ever seen like that, Harry mentioned this, this kid in Costco, so I'm going to have to find this out and play it. But if, if you have access to it, there's a Jerky Boys movie. It's not the Jerky Boys movie itself, like with Alan Arkin and the storyline. But they made this bootleg, like, secondary clip of them taking over that tourist bus in New York. They infiltrated a supermarket yeah. in New York. They, they uh, took over an intern line at MTV. So people like they would call up interns. I, I hate that Howard Stern. Like they were, it was pretty funny. So that, on that long, that, that's why I think this is so funny because I have a ridiculously childish sense of humor and putting yeah. that bucket <laughs> over the guy's head for the second time. I just, I absolutely lost it. All right. Oh. I'm going to send this to you, Tom. We can play it during overtime. Now, what about Bruce Arians? We're going to play that during overtime. Too. Yeah, we can do that too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And yes, for the record, Teddy has not moved. He's out. No, he's out. He's breathing, so that's good. If his mom's watching, he's breathing. Yeah. But he's, he's always a good sign. He's got no interest in this show. All right? He's out. Now, you're sending me the Costco video? Yes. Okay. We can't play the Aryan stuff now. No, because it's got curse it. words in it. All right. Fair enough. I'm going to send it to your uh, EY. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, to tonight, we're going to have a trade. Before we had overtime, is Ben Simmons a sixer tomorrow morning? Barrett? Yes. You think so? Yes. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't want many, him to yeah, be, yeah. but because I'm ready to factors. move on. Yeah. All right, I just sent it to you. Is Zach Ertz a member of the Eagles on Monday? Yes. Yes. Okay, he's not going anywhere. Not yet. No, not to the trade deadline. Trade oh, you think deadline. he's going to be there for the – for the half the season. Ah, all right. I don't know about that. Really? Yeah. I think he might. Stupid, by the way. We're going to play this video, but this this doesn't look. Why is this funny? Just because flatulence is funny? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just make it cry. I want to understand the joke. The audio is pretty, it's pretty oh, good. Right. We'll, we'll I mean... play the audio, too. We'll play the audio, man. Went uh, went out this morning, Harry. First time in since the start of May. Oh yeah, yeah. Played from the Reds and shot a forty nine on the front. So pretty happy. Nice. Four foot, four feet. My brother in law will confirm this. Four feet away from a stinking hole in one. Who was wow. you? Me. Four you. Yeah. And here's the beauty of it. If I had hit that hole in one, I would have had to play the final back in order to make it count. And right. guess what? That would have meant no show today. No show. I would have been where I thought you were. No, no, no. I was running late because of the child. That's mm. that's why. I wish I could blame it on golf. <laughs> I overcome this. Now here we go. You want you want this video here? You want Philly Philly? Is that what this is? Yeah, this is Philly Philly. Yeah. This wasn't in Philly, right? Where was? No, it? no. I don't know where this was. Texas. Maybe. It's always Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, the, the, the echo alone. was incredible. <laughs> that's worth it for the sound alone. Look at the guy's walking up. Oh my goodness. So, and then I, knew we, at the end. I knew we'd lose Barrett on this one, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. We all hear it. Yeah. We all hear it. Somebody at the cash. <laughs> we all heard it. Yes. We all heard it. Oh. Oh my. That's pretty damn good. That sound, that cavernous echo. Yes. Right? Do you know how much much time we got out of that on the Bruno show? I'm gonna guess a week. <laughs> right? Because here's why you, you got a full day out of it. Right when you start, you got a day out. Like right away, you got a day out of it. Right. And day day two was kind of like you guys talking about it but not wanting to kill it. Right, and right, then, right. Like, day three through four was just any time that sound bite came up, there was a derailment of the show. Yeah. And then by Friday, you were probably back to Monday, uh -huh. which was just enjoying the hell out of it and, and derailing the show again. Yeah, so that's uh, my guess would be a week. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Oh, uh, Look at Joy B. Costco echoes. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, can you imagine dog looking over you know you're there you look around like yeah you're shopping right what was that? What <laughs> well that's like the people that don't know the difference of the fireworks or gunfire right it's like what's, what was that what's that you know, like did somebody drop something yeah. oh man oh well good stuff all right let's get bruce arians up here yes now we're only gonna be able to play the video's too short so I can play the audio. Is that all right? Okay. Yeah, that's fine. The audio, the video doesn't really do much. Red and yellow bands. They don't have to wear my practice. That's for indoors. I got rude shit. We should be fine for red and yellow bands because they ain't got them on the practice. That's bullshit. You're going to report shit. Make sure it's fucking right. I thought it was a really good practice. A um, couple of young guys at the end learning those situations. That's uh, why we put them in those. And uh, overall, defense won some, offense won some. It's really, really good practice. So it's just like a seamless transition from him yeah. cursing the guy out to, hey, we had a great practice today. Right. You're know, talking about these bands. Apparently, like, the, <laughs> the, the, if you wear a red band, it means you have been vaccinated. And if you wear the, the gold band, it means you're not. So they were saying that some of these players didn't have their bands on outside, and the media made a big stink about it. Got it. And he's 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 just that's not what I told you. Like it's inside only. If you're gonna report it, get it f and right. Like I right, love that right, guy. Right, right, he's yeah. great. He's great. Man. He ain't gonna sugarcoat it, man. I told no. you, man. He's one of the few guys. He's got more soul than I do, man. He's great. <laughs> he's a great guy, bro. Great <laughs> guy. I mean, I can remember sitting down and you know just sitting down chopping it up with him. Mm -hmm. He's one of those guys you sit down and talk to. Him, you know, and he's smooth too. B Brooks, gay. B Brooks. I was um uh, I was at the combine. Um, I used to, I used to, I used to have interviews for coaches at the combine. This is like five, six years ago, mm -hmm. and we were interviewing him. And you know, we're only supposed to interview for like maybe thirty minutes. Me and Bruce, uh, Sean Coffey, we stayed in there and interviewed him. He's probably stayed for like an hour and a half. Yeah, just, just, just shooting it with us. You know, just, just talking, man. Just telling mm. the story after story after story, man. That's great. Great man. guy, man. Loves great his guy. crown royal too. Oh, no question. Oh, is, no that, question. is he really? Oh, yeah. Yes. Big crown yes. royal guy. Boozer? Yeah, I mean, Boozer. I mean, he enjoys his brown and he likes the crown. Well, nothing wrong with that. Is that no. the rhyme that it goes with? Is that a commercial? <laughs> if you like your brown, go with the crown. I could see Billy D. Williams stepping in doing that, right? Yeah, I could. Getting yeah. uh, removed from the Colt Fort, like bought out from Colt 45. Remember that? Can you hear me now, guy? That Verizon guy? Oh, yeah. Doing commercials for Sprint, I think, right? Or yeah, maybe he's a degenerate now. He's in jail. Yeah. Yeah. He is? He's, he's in jail for something. Yeah. Is he? I don't know what he's in jail for, but yeah, he's in jail right now as we speak. He's mm. in jail. Man. Interesting. I didn't know yeah. that. 
he's degenerate, man. He's How the hell do you have all of this just ready to go? <laughs> Let me see what he's in jail for. Billy, oh, uh, you know, not him, not him. Wait, are you talking about Billy D. Williams is in jail? No, no, you're talking about the other guy, the Can You Hear Me Now guy. No, he's not. I'm sorry, it was not. It's the, it's the, um, it's the, uh, the, the, the sham the subway, subway place. Oh, subway oh place yeah, guy. Subway. Yeah, yeah Jared. Jared. Yeah, he's Jared. in jail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, not, not the Can You Hear Me Now guy. My phone. No, no, phone Jared phone. is terrible. We, yeah. we don't mention him. No, he's <laughs> horrific. That young man. Oh. Okay, still looking for a base hit here. I mean, how hard is it to get a base hit? One hit, one bleeping hit. That's all we got. See, this this is makes baseball even more painful for you when you have money on it and it's not going your way. Right. I've tried the last yeah. couple. I've tried the last week for Friday. That's my goal. Friday to Friday. I'm just giving it a test. It's a test run, like taking a car home for a week. Mm-hmm. Friday to Friday, I got a couple of plays on some games, playing some DFS lineups, and it's it's hard, man. Yeah, it's, it's really hard. That's uh, why it, I put in plays on the the Olympic golf because I mean I just needed something this weekend. There's nothing yeah. else. Although I'll tell you, Slovenia beating Japan by six in the first quarter and laying five and a half that was pretty fun to watch last night. Oh I, it was either that or that video for the fiftieth time. Wow. I tell you, I I was I, I don't remember holding in a laugh like that hmm. because of, it's it's the end. It's the very end. And look, it probably is staged. And I'll admit it. They got me. Movies are staged. Television yeah. shows are staged. We laugh at that. What's it's wrong not, with laughing at this? Bro, that, that was not staged. That was no? all that was that was that was just him being him, dude. That that he just let it loose, man. Oh, I mean, you know, he, he had to go change his shorts. Well, he's talking about the, uh, the, the the bucket guy. Oh, well, I thought I was yeah. talking about the Costco. No, right? the Costco yeah. thing is real. And Carlos <laughs> Du says, think of the next person to use that phone. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> brutal. Oh, that is brutal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, man. What if it to the face like up? Uh, Oh, hello, dude! Lock <laughs> that sucker up ASAP, man. Got to have a new intercom ready to go. They have oh, to have a intercom somewhere, right? <laughs> right. That was oh, fantastic. <laughs> now, are you going to watch the NBA draft tonight? Yes. Yes. Just because of a trade? Yes. No, I'd watch it anyway. Okay. Yeah, I watched. I watched that draft. I watched the NFL draft, and that's yep. it. Yep. I don't watch the hockey one or the baseball one. No. Yeah. Mm. Baseball's too long anyway. Yeah. It takes days. I mean, it's like a week long. <laughs> like a cricket match. And look, it's and, and, ridiculous. And, and, and right? none of those guys, you never you're not gonna see any of those guys play for three years, four uh, years. If that. <laughs> right. If they play, if you see him play at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moniac, I'm 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 still pissed off he's still playing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Send him back. Leave him down there. there no, you're right. I, I think at that point. Especially if you got money on these games, I don't want Moniac up here. You know, my God, can you imagine? Bottom of the eighth, I need a hit. Mickey Moniac's up. That's why you That's don't bet what... these teams. What? I... Now yeah. look, I'm I'm being patient. This is all about the bullpen, folks. Mm-hmm. Okay, this offense is just dog bleep. By the way, awful. Well, I can say it now it's dog shit. This this yeah. offense. I mean, again, you. This is where I know people are lying. When they're telling you that they're excited for a Phillies game. Yeah. Don't lie to me and tell me that you're excited for a Phillies game. All right. <laughs> I'm excited about my near hole in one. 
not Alec Bohm just embarrassing himself again at the plate. Enough. Yeah, what's he hitting? 220-something? Well, he's hitting in the seven-hole tonight. Yeah, 244. Oh, 44? Oh, it's come up a little bit. Well, you know, they'll, they'll tell you that it, the average is is a meaningless stat. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You got to look at XFIP. You got to look yeah. at a bunch of other stuff. XFIP. That's all. Yeah. All right. Now, tomorrow, we have more of the same here with the Eagles. And hopefully, we'll be able to track somebody down on this. Anything else? Now, the draft, we'll probably have a pretty heavy recap of the draft tomorrow night based sure. on what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do the show from my car. So, I'm oh gonna boy, I'm going to go to camp. Then I'm going to sit in my car. Namdi. Uh, this is going to be a bad connection. Namdi. <laughs> no, this is a pretty good connection. There. It is. Yeah. Okay. Did you do the Birds 365 from the car? Yes. Yeah, and it went well. Yes, it went well. Okay, As a good. guest or host? No, this is a guest. Okay, I was going to yeah. say you're not hosting a show like that. No. Okay. All right. One nothing, bottom of the four, Real Muto at the plate. We'll see how this thing plays out. We'll see if Ben Simmons is a sixer by tomorrow. And if Zach Hurts. I'm going with no, too. No? Yeah, that's that's fair. I think you're right. I think across the board you're right. All right. Appreciate everybody popping in. Leave us with the like on your way out. We'll see you Friday. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.